Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another component cast stream. Oh, that was beautifully timed with the music. I'm sorry, though. Ah, I have to give myself credit on that one. Tonight, we, you're joining us for the fourth episode. Fourth! We're four in already of Urban Jungle. Roach, why don't you tell us about Urban Jungle? Right. Uh, sorry, I was plugging this in a Discord. Um, oh, Urban Jungle is a yeah, Urban Jungle is a uh, is an RPG made by Sanguine Productions. Mm. Uh, Sanguine Productions, uh, who make other games such as the uh, the ever popular I have Iron Claw. Really lost my copy. I've lost my copy. It's not it's on okay. my drive right now. Uh, yes, it, yeah, made other uh, good games such as Iron Claw, Far Flung, and uh, the Cardinal Game System. Uh, right now the game is still five what five weeks at this point or like at this point it's still yes, on sale like still a quarter on sale. off like a quarter off for the full bundle on there plus and i haven't mentioned this before there are two other supplement books that are available for this game uh the occult horror and the astounding science or something like that i don't have the copy in front of me so i can't uh, astounding science uh, which are both uh, available at a discount also right now, though not as deep of a discount. So I don't know if they've just forgotten to turn that off and <laughs> or what, but uh, yeah, I'd pick that up if you have a chance. Um, yeah, and also yeah, tonight that's we that's need that's to... Th <laughs> Thank you for that, Roach. Moving on <laughs> yeah, now to <laughs> the other bits that we need to cover. Before we get on to tonight's show, we have the wonderful people at Sirenscape. Uh, Sirenscape are a sound system allow you to bring your TTRPG tables to life, whether it's across the internet like we're doing or in the comfort of your own homes or tables. You can get uh, their app via going to their website at www.sirenscape.com or downloading the app on the I was I store <laughs> on the Play Store, the iTunes Store, or other Android downloady places. You can get them for both iOS and Android. It's really cool. Um, signing up is completely free, and to get you started, you get twenty free sound sets that you sets that you can play with. So go check them out. Links in the panels and the description down below. And Mikey, why not plug our artist? <laughs> our artist is the fantastic. Uh, seven. Their Twitter handle is N-I-N-E-K-I-99. There is a link in the chat if you want to take a look at that. They do a selection of fantastic anthropomorphic art. They also do human art, so if you're interested in that. And they are currently doing a giveaway under Twitter for 2,000 followers. So get over there right now. Okay. And without further ado, I think it's time for tonight's episode, don't you? Trakoga, the city of dreams, they say. They might have even been right once upon a time. But now, it's a rotting, corrupt corpse on a hill. When the nation went dry, a few saw the potential, saw the money that was waiting for them. Now, you can't go a block without passing a speakeasy even if you can't see it. And you'd be surprised just how many upstanding citizens you'll find at a table with a glass in their hands. These can't help but want money or power. Problem is when both of those mix away from the light of the law. Corruption, exploitation, and murder. 
it's all just another night in Tacoga. Okay, we're back. Uh, just waiting for everybody to kind of fill in the... game and uh get my sirenscape loaded up because uh yeah i was unprepared <laughs> i lost my copy i lost my sense of time i'm sorry i, I threw them in a little bit under the bus we can all blame me um <laughs> forever <laughs> like we always do yeah we're around doing with it. your bow tie <laughs> like in, on whilst panickingly setting everything up in, in the in the background <laughs> god Hey, I had to reinstall <laughs> Steam this week. That was my horrible that one. That is, that is, yeah, that's not fun. Okay. So, last week, we had uh, a bit of a, uh, I guess you could call it a uh, uh, an investigation session, uh, but not with anything like super important, mostly just w one half of the party trying to investigate one other individual of the party that was still kind of uh, unknown to most of them uh, with uh, the vast majority of our uh, gang uh, checking into the contacts and uh, I guess uh, daily coming and goings of uh, Miss uh, Lena Le... I keep messing this up uh, Lapan. <laughs> After kind of going around, tracking down all of their uh, leads, they were led to a, a speakeasy where just so happens uh, Miss uh, Lita LePan had called in a uh, an individual that she knew to get a uh, uh, to get. Actually, I don't remember what it was specifically you were trying to uh, get out of that was a obsequially for a watch i was uh, trying to fence the pen pen that's what it was the watch was of it yes you were trying to fence i was fencing the watch yes i got those two mixed up you're trying to fence a pen with a monogram on it from the mayor uh that you had stolen from his office during one of his uh parties of the upper of uh, the uh kind of upper class of the city um while uh, that was going on, before you even got to that point, the others had gone in, talked with the same individual you had called up, a uh, individual by the name of uh, Mr. Green, I believe was his uh, name. My notes are still Gilbert scattered. Green. Gilbert Green. Gilbert Green. Gilbert Green. Gilbert Green. Yes. Uh, Gilbert Green the goat. Uh, so <laughs> three Gs. Um they had already uh, started talking with him uh, and you were also uh, talked uh, at or had a talk with our uh, scary Mr. Jack Roman, uh, who, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, rival, uh, who uh, had a little chat with our uh, little rabbit. Pretty soon after that, 
uh, out of almost nowhere, a couple of blue boys uh, conducted what, well, at first you thought might have been a raid, uh, but just started shooting at the bar and the individuals at the bar, busting down the door and opening up with some Tommy guns. Uh, you were able to uh, defend yourselves relatively well, uh, only taking some minor-ish wounds uh, before uh, killing two of them and the other one getting away. Uh, running away at that point, uh, you all kind of split off on your own to shake uh, the tail of the cops who had uh, definitely heard uh, three automatic weapons firing <laughs> in their uh, in the city. Um, and we finished off last week with our uh, our Lawrence O'Shea and his dreams, which triggered some uh, nightmares relating to his past uh, and him awaking in the middle of the night because of them. But we're going to move away from that and instead go back in time because one of our party members, yes, yes, yes. One of our party members uh, had other things to do during the day and couldn't be bothered uh, with, <laughs> with, <laughs> with doing the investigation. Painting, I don't believe a word of it. So, Mr. Jack, uh, which I, Mr. Jack Andrews. You spent most of the day in a meeting of the Aldermans, actually. Uh, from your position, they have, it's usually a week, a monthly or bi-monthly uh, meeting of all the Aldermans of the various districts of the city who get together and talk about the civil projects uh, that are currently being worked on, whether they're on time, how much they're costing, talking also about uh, like events coming up, uh, just generally kind of managing the city uh, on kind of a uh, really the alderman's kind of function as a middle management kind of position in the city structure uh, with the mayor having most of the power but this uh, council being more of kind of a rubber stamp in most cases uh, but it's a almost a whole day of just meetings going over things like the municipal airport that's going to be uh, opening very soon in your district, which is why you pay attention to that one quite a bit. It's on time. It's looking like it's going to be opened fairly soon. Uh, so you got that going for you. Uh, a couple of other things like upcoming uh, holiday celebrations, uh, you know, uh, 4th of July celebrations that are going to be going on in a couple of months. Uh, I think my months right. Yes, I did. Yes, in a couple of months. Um, stuff like that. Uh, really, it's just a lot of kind of older men in a big room along a big table, the smell of cigar smoke for most of a day. Mayor doesn't even attend most of the meeting. He's there in the morning and then he has other things he has to do after, work, uh, after like an hour or two and then he excuses himself. Uh... 
so you spend most of the day there actually just listening to to the others talk to present uh, to presenters etc um and you do they have like a luncheon that happens midway through the day to kind of break everything up you go downstairs you have some food etc you're all actually in the uh old uh town district uh like the the oldest part of the city along the coast uh it's the former uh mayor's uh like uh office uh building uh the that's been moved to the south bend district which has kind of started to become the central part of the city's kind of structure but this is maintained kind of out of tradition um but uh so you do that uh and surprisingly enough when you go back up to your seat uh in the uh, council in the alderman's chamber uh you find a you know a glass of water that's everybody has one uh but you have a a folded underneath your glass okay i take a seat i'm pick up the water um take something from my uh blazer put it in uh and then as i sip my drink i'm gonna read the uh read whatever the envelope says you like it's just a folded piece of paper so you unfold oh, the paper, folded paper sorry yeah, yeah yeah you just unfold the paper you can do that a lot a lot easier without dragging any attention to yourself than a, than a full envelope that you got yeah, that's fair. i thought, I thought yeah. it was a uh yeah yeah uh but you uh go ahead and read it and it's a fairly short note it just says uh come to the uh come to the restaurant at fourth and at fourth and duart after you get out mr b okay yeah uh, put it behind my pockets where Continue okay. drinking the 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 water, which may or may not have an antacid in it from a hangover uh, that I'm still <laughs> dealing with from the night before. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they yeah they would exist back then. Those phone. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you spend the rest of the day. Uh, the thing about these alderman meetings, because they happen so infrequently, there's a lot packed into them. Even though really you don't have a lot to do in them. Uh, so by the time you get out of it, the sun's maybe like a half hour to setting. You went in at around 7 a.m. and you're not leaving and you haven't left. You know, it's it's close to like six ish, like uh, si actually it's later and it's summer. So maybe like seven ish uh, before you get out. So it's, it's a full like 12 hour day uh, in there. Um, and yeah, you have your driver and your bodyguard, uh, Freddy, uh, who is the one that uh, you decided would come out here because he doesn't look as imposing. He's not as known of a face. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, so they, they've, they, they've mostly been, they've had other things they've been doing, keeping like the, you know, the driver goes out, he gets the car, you know, freshly cleaned and waxed and, Freddy's just keeping an eye on your, like, things you didn't bring in with you. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but they are waiting for you as they come out. You know, there's a big, there's a big, uh, like, line of 
cars, <laughs> like waiting for all the individuals to come out. Uh, and you see yours, no problem, can get in. And what do you, what do you, where do you want to go? Um, so I've got a couple of, have I got an hour or so before I need to be at the restaurant, did it say? Or just when I'm done? It said when you, it said when you're done. So whether, however you, however Andrew wants to feel I'm gonna say that because when I'm done, and they've clearly dropped this note off, they're clearly watching the building, I'm just gonna go straight there. Straight I'm gonna tell them to take and... a slightly longer route round though. Just in case, okay. you know, I don't wanna be tailed. It's true. Uh, well, yeah, and uh, you're not going... It's not close-ish. Uh, like, uh, 4th Street, and the, the intersection of 4th and Dewart is uh, pretty far away in terms of the central part of the city, so you're right okay. on the edge of Sapphire Plaza and West Slope. Uh, that you're, it's like, kind of right in the middle of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, you head, uh, you head out. It takes you probably about 20 or 30 minutes of driving kind of going around there's not a lot of direct routes there um because uh funny thing about old town is it has a lot of old roadways that are a little bit more windy than uh the other parts of the city which is a planned grid system uh <laughs> welcome to the united states where that's everything <laughs> uh but yeah you arrive sun's just about set at this point it's in that beautiful twilight where the sky is red and you can kind of see the shadows like going on for miles mm -hmm. kind of thing uh and yeah there is a restaurant on the corner uh it's o'malley's uh it's what its name is it doesn't have any extra thing there you can tell if it's a if it's an italian restaurant or it's you know any or it's like an americana kind of uh you know grill or anything it just says o'malley's there it looks higher class it's got uh a f one of those fancy neon signs on the top of it like so it's it's a bit higher class than you would than you'd expect in this area uh somewhat uh, and there's only a couple of lights on inside just enough to kind of set a mood doesn't look like it's open at least from the outside but you do see people in like 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 in the restaurant. So it, it doesn't look like it's open for business to the public right now. Uh, I'm gonna turn to the driver and uh, the buddy garden. Keep the car ready. Uh, I don't think this will be too long. Gonna go in. Sure, knock boss. the door if it's, if it's locked. No, as you walk up, like, uh, as you walk up, the door's opened for you. You see uh, an individual, uh, you know, good suit, tall, uh, tall, um, say probably bear, uh, just kind of opens the door, uh, lets you in. And you see uh, fairly sparse interior in terms of, like, people. Like, the, the most of the tables are all the like all the chairs are put on the tables like it's like they're, they're closing up for the night uh but for one table kind of in the back you see a kind of large kind of rotund raccoon that you recognize mr baron uh and off in the corner you see what you assume to be the o'malley of the restaurant or something he's waiting like he, he's got it like his sort of thing where he knows he's gonna be asked to, at some point to like take an order or take something and so he's just kind of waiting um 
and two other guards other than the doorman. Uh, one standing near Mr. Baron and the other one standing uh, what looks to be maybe the back door out and just kind of, you know, keeping guard. So do you. He sees you and he kind of does that thing where he's waving at you. There's nobody else here, so it's it's more of just a gesture than a necessary. <laughs> yeah. Look over. Mr. Baron. How lovely to see you this ah. evening. Hold on. He kind of he does a he points to the man standing next to him and that uh or I guess the beast standing next to him. Uh <laughs> gotta remember there's no humans here. Uh <laughs> Uh, who steps out and uh, kind of gestures uh, for you, you know, uh, the, the, the universal, just, yeah, universal, put your hands out on the side and kind of be ready. I never carry, but I do it. You do. He gives you like a, you know, a cursory pat down, nothing too deep, just kind of, you know, checking to see if you're not carrying a piece. On, Take out a campaign on. button and pin it on his shirt. <laughs> clean steps back and kind of at that point you kind of this is that thing where most like guards will just like step back and just like i am a part of the background now i am not a part of this this anymore and there is one chair sitting opposite of mr baron with a uh drink standing in front of it it's just a it's just a, a bottle of coke just uh, unopened uh sitting on the table he's got a little plate in front of him he said Hope you don't mind. I didn't know when you'd be getting here, so I started a bit early. By all means, I uh, ate my fill anyway uh, at the at the meeting today. So, what is it I can do for a concerned citizen such as yourself? Well, I wanted to talk with you about what you and your outfit did for me. And my outfit got word. Looks like it went well with the uh, with our mutual friend down in the docks. Or there was a little trouble with a uh, a another group that uh, was looking to do the same thing. A lot of interested parties, it seems, in our uh, mutual acquaintance. Yes, they're still saying he's he's barely stopped shaking since that night. So, what you did, or what they did, must have really got to him, which I thank you for. But that reason for the interest in our mutual acquaintance that's the real reason i wanted to talk with you he kind of leans back takes his bottle and kind of pops open the the bottle oh my god <laughs> you've actually got a bottle of course i do just just because it's like free things we are not in any way sponsored by coke so for that reason i'm drinking a pepsi uh, we're gonna keep it balanced. We yeah, we're gonna balance. keep it balanced. Yeah, we're gonna keep it balanced. No, no, no free I have money. a sprite over here somewhere <laughs> that you can't see on screen. <laughs> that is owned by the by Coca people that Coca own Coke. Yeah, that is this thing. Though, legitimately, I found a deal. This is Mexican Coke, which is I I seek out quite. You don't know this? 
I guess not. I guess it's. I guess if you're not a Coke aficionado, you don't know this. Mexican Coke. It's bottled in Mexico, and they still use these bottles down there. This is not like a special like release. Oh, they still use like just that, the glass. So. Oh, that's cool. Just the glass. But the other cool thing is this is actually what the original close as close as you can get to the original recipe as you actually can, because this doesn't use high fructose corn syrup. This still uses cane sugar as a sweetener. So, and that changed when they went from. Uh, old Coke to new Coke and then back to classic. It wasn't classic. It was high fructose corn syrup sweeteners. So this is actually tastes a little different and better in my opinion, but we're not sponsored. I just legitimately like the taste of this. But yeah, no, he pops up. He, he takes a drink. He goes, well, there's been a lot of, how do you, how do you say, uh, it's been a shakeup in the racket in the city somebody's flooding the market with local made products problem is they're making it somewhere in the city it's driving the prices way down it's not cheap either Now, normally, cost of doing business, you eat it. But somebody's working with somebody in the city. They gotta be. No way you can make that much product in the city without anybody knowing. So, it's caused some problems. All the uh, outfits starting to go at each other's throats because no one's sure who's doing it. So, those blue boys probably just trying to make it a bit easier on themselves with that stunt they pulled with that mouse and they've never been too uh, adverse to applying a little pressure to a situation unlike me I like a bit more tact So, long story short, get to the bottom of what I wanted to talk to you about. I know you've got a couple of good heads in your outfit, and you got a way into the <laughs> goddamn <it>, rifle. <laughs> uh. But I know you got a couple good heads in your outfit and you got a connection to the city government. Now, we got a lot of favors got to be paid back. So I'm calling in another one. 
find out what's going on before this city tears itself apart. Brochart, what is the version in this game? How would we do an insight check? How would you do an insight check? Yeah. Uh, well, first you I, need to be more specific because even okay, in D&D, so you I, don't just go insight I, check. No, no, no. I want to insight. So he's been talking about that there's someone riling up everyone and cooking in the city. I, how do I know it's not him? <laughs> They're brewing. This isn't brewing. drugs. Everybody <laughs> on the Sorry. This is not Twitch, meth. It's coded language because it's prohibition. They're talking about no. alcohol. Alcohol, That's all yes. This about. is booze. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't yeah. hit the drug area yet. Yeah, we're not... To, yeah. <laughs> this is well, the 80s. Well, this is the 80s. Era, and then we're going to have a new one. But it was before, and now this is just yeah, booze. I'm pretty sure know. cocaine is still legal right now. <laughs> No, it's not uh, heroin. I think is because that's oh, a brand name. Is, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, remember that's 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 the brand name. So yeah, uh, well, I would say if you're trying to like ascertain if he's telling, what are you trying to see if he's telling the truth? Does he know more than what he's letting on? Like, what's the specific you're trying to figure out here? I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to work out if he's lying about this. I want to. I'm trying to ascertain if. He's actually the one doing this, and he's trying to, you know, head me on okay. to killing off another part of the competition for him and a massive takeover. Okay. I'd say since you're just doing this passively, it would be a mind observation check. You're just trying to, you're using, you're just trying to observe. So, mind. Okay. Observation. Okay. No successes. Oh, no Got to be to three. Yeah, to be to three first. Oh, I thought it was three. Threes, threes only matter in combat where they can count as a tie in case that's nobody right. gets a success. I don't know. So that's kind of what that matters. Uh, but yeah, no, you don't get. A, hey, at least it wasn't a fumble. Uh, which is, if you roll all ones, bad things happen. Yes, <laughs> I remember. I remember. On any check. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, which you, you don't get a. You're, you're looking at him. You know, Mr. Baron, you've known for a while. Uh, he owns a lot of your pre-Alderman debt. He bought a lot of debt out. And he kind of... So you know him... He wouldn't have to lie to you, okay. is, what you is what you think. You think he wouldn't that's, have to necessarily bad. lie to you to get you to do anything? Because there's no way you could pay that off if he if he called up on it right now so it's good yeah and you know jack's not like super he's 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 rich person poor like he's he's got he's got a lot he's got a lot of shit he makes a lot of money but he doesn't yeah he doesn't have a he doesn't have a lot of mobile he doesn't have a lot of liquidatable like capital i'm also not legacy rich so i'm not yeah you know i'm it's not like i'm not land owning family i am a I have a, a university education in and a law and a law career. That's so. Yeah, he owns a lot of your debt. You don't think he'd have to lie to you on there? That's what you get. Like he's, you don't detect that he's lying or anything. He's just very hard to read as a person. Uh, in there. Uh, so yeah, that's what you get from that check. 
Okay, that's fine. I wish I, wish I had more somber 1910, 1920s music than, than, than this. I don't have a lot of options. <laughs> no, 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 it's not your fault. Uh, except it kind of is. Uh... <laughs> Rule number one of Component Cast. Blame Mitch. Blame <laughs> Mitch. I got this music from Mitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what you get from there. Okay, so you think you fun. can accommodate this request, Jack? Find out who it is, who it is and uh, get rid of them. Get rid of their operation. Legally, perhaps. Something I can come... I think I can come up with something there. All right. Good. You got any inkling of what gang might be behind it? Well, there's a lot of options. Obviously, the Blue Boys are low on the list, but they could be throwing off their trail by doing these actions, make them less likely to be Some targeted. Sometimes the most active are the ones in the guild. Right. And by the way, you know also, I don't think it's ever been established, but Mr. Baron is a high-level uh, member of the of the Wheelwrights, the which wheel is an outfit. Wheelwrights, which is an outfit that operates kind of a little bit everywhere in the city. They have uh, a, they import a lot of the higher-class liquor from Canada is kind of their their mo they don't usually they're not one uh, a good example is they don't own territory they own the, the inflow to the city so people don't mess with them because they've got the connections they got the pocket uh, the dock workers kind of thing they're the middleman yeah the brokers. yeah uh yeah the donaldson's they've been kind of quiet ninth street uh Dealing with the blue boys. And we haven't heard a lot out of the Turner gang. All of them have a reason and potentially an opportunity. It's just a question of which one's actually doing it. And for reference, you know, Blue Boys, they operate kind of in along the river, uh, and they, uh, they're kind of the more violent of the, of the gangs. They deal with a lot of kind of the early prohibition, because remember, this is midway through kind of the prohibition years. Like at this point, things have settled a lot in terms of violence, mm -hmm. uh, in the city. They still kind of hold to, you know might makes right when it comes to their operations so they've kind of carved out their own territory uh the donaldson's are uh kind of an irish gang that uh they they run a lot of the the inflow from kind of the interior so kind of local gin makers and you know and moonshiners and everything they're bringing that in from the country uh the Ninth Street are a lot like the Blue Boys, just more refined. They they are not as violent, and they Where own a lot of territory. Yeah. Uh, Ninth Street, uh, they're kind of uh, they're mostly in the New Delta uh, district, the New Delta and the Low Harbor 
uh, kind of area is where they, they operate a lot of. Uh, the Blue Boys, they operate kind of around South Bend, uh, West Side, and a little bit uh, in the Old Town District, kind of along the river line. Um, Donaldson's are a bit more north, etc. cetera. Uh, and the Turner Gang are kind of the counterpoint of the wheelwrights in terms of higher class, uh, more established family. Uh, and so, but they are more, they own a lot of speakeasies, the higher class ones. Uh, it's kind of, so there's kind of this back and forth uh, between the wheelwrights and the, the turners. So like one will set a price, the other one will counter that. And there's a lot of kind of, not as much outright violence, but a lot of kind of economic warfare between the two gangs, uh, or the two, two they, they prefer two outfits. Uh, but yeah, that's what you get. No, that's what you know. But uh, yeah, he doesn't know specifically everywhere. Everybody's been kind of quiet. The blue boys have been the most active, but they're always the most active. that about sums it up need to get a lid on this figure out where it, what's going on before they drive the price down so low it's not even worth it to bring it over the border and uh if my outfit need anything in the process to get this done you got any names you can slip my way oh well you know you know Mayhew you can talk to him and uh that's a uh, you know uh, uh Mayhew John Mayhew uh who is kind of a go-between between you and the wheelwrights a lot of the times uh mm -hmm. You've known him actually for quite a while. He's, he's, he's trusted by the wheelwrights because of his, his love of money and they pay him the most. Okay. Out of there. Um, and you know him also personally because uh, you grew up with him, uh, at least for a, a portion of time, uh, where he, uh, Anytime you did run into the law, it was mostly because of him. Just a little okay. weasel. Is he an actual weasel? Yes. <laughs> okay. That weasel. <laughs> well, I stand up. Don't blaze up. Mr. Baron, it's been a pleasure as always. Sure it has. You may go. I leave. They let you out. See your your car still engine still running out there. You got Freddy's little fidgety. He's just seen you like essentially go into like a closed restaurant by yourself. <laughs> a couple of let in by a 
by, by a, an obvious guard who's at the door. Freddy, don't worry yourself. If they were going to shoot me, they would not do anything as sit down. Okay, boss. <laughs> if I was going on a walk along the pier, now we'll be talking differently. Come on. Home, please. All right, boss. Put the car in gear. That probably took a little bit. Uh, I'll say by the time you get home, going through traffic, etc., you will have uh, arrived a little bit after the rest of the parties uh, kind oh, of wow. uh, gotten back. <laughs> uh, Roman was staying up. Yeah. Uh, so you arrive home. Ooh. Damn soda, I'm not used to it. <laughs> Hang up my umbrella, take off my overcoat, start hanging it up. <laughs> and yeah, Roman is there uh, waiting. Um, are you waiting like in his study or are you just like... like or is he waiting, at the like, door? Is he, are like, you at the, the door? Like, I'm at the door. Okay. Roman. Boss. Does he look any like he's just been? Yeah, Rob, would you clean up at all? Because you definitely have blood on you. <laughs> I may have probably spent my that blood. Bit of time. My blood, yeah. probably. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, did you change your shirt or, or, yeah. or, or wash a bit? Uh, I'd say he doesn't look like too out of sorts. Then, if he spent a little bit of time doing that, if he didn't just show up with blood on his, boss, it's been it's been bad. <laughs> just like there's <laughs> <laughs> just no like dying rabbit lady in his arms or whatever. Yeah. Just... What? When you stand by the door like that, you make me nervous. What's what's happened? We need to go. You study now. All right. After you. Okay, so we're in the study. Yeah. Should probably go off of a one on one on the. I, uh, yeah, no, I have. I have. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, hope everything went well at the Alderman meeting. Slow, boring as always. I, uh, had an interesting development afterwards that, uh, we need to talk about, but. You seem worried. Let's get to that first. All right. So, uh, me and Harry, we uh, kind of tracked down Mademoiselle Le Pen. Mm -hmm. Look, boss, it's my job to protect you. You pay me well to do that. And, uh, gotta say, I don't trust abroad. I think she's working an angle with you. I just tracked her down to explain the situation that she hurts you in any way. She won't hurt anyone again. She's made it very clear she has no intention of causing you harm in any way, reputation or otherwise. So I made it clear if she needed my help, I would be available. Mighty kind of you, Roman. See, you are getting those emotions. <laughs> yeah, boss. Um, 
just after we finished our little conversation, we were in the red, uh, the red diamond. Uh, that kid that we use for the job down the docks. Wolf. He works as barman. Yeah. Lawrence. He, uh, he works there as barman. Let's just say he's not going to be working there for a few days. Something happened? Blue boys hit it. And I mean, walk in, Tommy guns the works, just work the whole joint over. Thanks to uh, Lawrence, two ain't going home. But, uh, gotta say, it's a uh, character for the uh, Blue Boys to be this busy. First thing at the docks, now they're hitting the Red Diamond in the middle of town. Yeah, well, I can shed some light on that one. I've uh, just uh, had a sit-down with our uh, mutual acquaintance in the wheelwrights, Mr. Baron. Calling what in another does... favor. Of course he is. What's he want this time? He says someone's uh, brewing in the city. And it's got everyone on high alert. They now, can't... Blue match boys. the quality across the lake. They just can't. They're flooding the market. <sighs> and we know the Blue Boys come from uh, the older era methods. So they're just reverting. So it's one's got to bank rolling. Someone's got to be bankrolling this brewery, yeah. And, uh, we got to find it, and then I can report it. I got an ear with the mayor, and, uh, I think destroying a brewery in city would look lovely for his campaigning this time of year. And if, uh, you can get something on him, maybe get up there next to him, making Back the Jack look even more like a promising situation? Sounds like a win-win to me. What do you want me to do, boss? The thing is... Baron doesn't know... which gang it is. Could be the Blue Boys, it could be any of them. Blue Boys ain't smart enough for this. But what if someone's paying them to do the dirty work? Well, they, they run the docks, so... It makes sense that they'd be the muscle to cover that area. Probably means the brewery's in that zone. If it's them. What we need to do is, uh... For reference, by the way. I'm sorry, I was muted when I first interjected during a awesome. break in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, uh, the wheelwrights own the docks to the lake. To the Great Lake. They got, the, you know, all, all the major docks, Orchard Point, the, uh, the uh one at lions point holly wharf and even the old docks like where all the major where ships on the lakes can actually come into the the city um the blue boys own the smaller docks along the river so equivalent to the mississippi they own the riverboat kind of area is the canals the canal work yeah the canal workers they're not the dock worker i mean they're both docks in the strictest sense but yes more like the river docks that's where they're they're kind of apt. Just for reference, continue with your role play. 
It's amazing. <laughs> There's two things that are working on me. I know the wheelwright's main business is across across the border. And it'd be weird for them to double dip. But I don't know, this feels like a play from Mr. Baron as much as it does a task to get everything back to normal. And we can't rule out that someone outside of the city has set this up. Throwing off the balance, seeing a new market. Maybe someone from... I'm trying to name... I just realized I was going to try and quote an American city, but then I realized that they're different named in this world. <laughs> only this one. Is it only this one? You muted, Roach. Push talk. <laughs> I've been waiting weeks to say you that. Stop, you, you stop. You stop right there. Push the talk. <laughs> stop right there, criminal scum. <laughs> you disrespect. Uh, I, I muted it so you guys wouldn't get any of my noise because I have a going full bore. Um, but, uh, the, no, the cities are only this one. All the rest oh, okay. of the cities are, you can name them. I mean, there's the other ones exist if I want them to, but if you're just going to name another city, I'm fine with it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all loosey goosey. I'm going to quickly, because I haven't had a chance to look at this properly. <laughs> I'm going to go to my desk, open the locked cabinet, and pull out the piece of information stolen from the mayor. Okay. Because I know there was something oh, in that. The etching, uh, the rubbing. Yeah, 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 the rubbing. The the rubbing of the letter it's a letter to an individual uh from the mayor uh it doesn't name the individual so they it was either this was going to be directly handed off or they knew that they were like something was gonna like it, this wasn't going in the mail uh mm -hmm. kind of letter uh the contents of it are it's a it's it's very impersonal this is not there's not a lot of uh, direct information shared in terms of like uh, clues on are like like it's not saying like hello how are you doing how's today going like that kind of thing it's it's all business uh and it's talking about kind of a uh a property in downtown uh Tacoga that's going to be uh looked over uh and that you know would would work for what they want it uh to use it for uh and they can do it we can have a tour of it in some point soon if they would like to uh, to move to another location. This is dated. It's not. No. This is. It's very. It's. It's not a lot of information. Like it's. It's. You know, barely a paragraph and a half just of, of that. Like it, it lists the location, and it. Uh, and it kind of describes. You know, if you want to expand or move to another location, this is open. We can take a look at it. See if it'll fit your criteria. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think this needs checking out. But to find this booze, we're going to have to go to the speakeasies, and we're going to have to go to a lot of them. Start canvassing. See if we can pull up any weeds. We start asking questions, boss. Yeah, well, we uh, 
it's going to get back to the wrong people damn fast. And if we're going to do it this way, you're out. Yeah. Well, I think that's the reason why we're... Hey. Not necessarily. What if we come at it from a legal angle? Uh, legal sure and boss. I'm more the, uh... I, I mean... It is an investigation by a senator... Uh, by a... Not a senator. Uh, the, an alderman <laughs> of the it's city. Prospective senator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Prospective senator. I like... I love that. Uh, with... Hey, I got a legal background under my belt. Maybe we can come up with something of a bit more of a positive spin as to why we're looking into this. Nothing gang affiliated, more concerns to the Okay. Not really my scene, but I got two other things though, boss. Mm-hmm. One, when the boats start flying, Harry ran out on this. Well, he's the Baron's boy. I'm not going to throw him under the bus just yet. No, uh, just don't put too much faith in him. He's got his own skin he's more worried about. He's a thief, no fire. <laughs> and, very uh, muffled from under the floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, um, that Lawrence kid. Mm. Impressed me. Twice now. Wondering if we can bring him on. Full time? I'd like it. I can work with him. He's got smarts. He's got brawn. He knows the streets. And for all the good our new coyote friend is, he's better as a driver. Roman, I trust you like family. You think to bring him on? Bring him on. Uh, he kind of took a bullet for us today, so it might be good to get him out of his double. An actual bullet? In the arm. My god. Um, send him down to Taikaroga General and I'll tell him I'll pay. My god. <laughs> I'll take care of it. Good night, boss. Yeah, good night. I'm going to burn the midnight oil, see if I can't find some things. Uh, I'll check in in the morning. Textbooks. And uh, see if there's anything I can do within power as an alderman to begin a an investigation, uh, just to cover us slightly legally speaking. But yes, All right. So, uh, just gonna ask out worried because we know what three people are doing tonight uh after the gunfight uh so uh miss uh lena lapan uh you just got a new uh room at a boarding house the uh the day of uh so what's your night post gunfight look like she probably isn't gonna sleep very well because uh, she was shot at. She wasn't shot. Wasn't that bad. 
but shot at is pretty bad. Um, so she's probably going to uh, stay up um, altering her visiting cards with her new phone number. And make a plan because she needs to she needs to find a job so in the morning she's going to get up early and um look through the papers and see if there's anything sparkly coming to town all right and uh harry he's gonna go out and earn some money because right. he's broke and this job hasn't been paying. <laughs> no, not necessarily. So, uh, all right. So you just spend the the night kind of looking for for easy marks, trying to get what you can. Okay, then just give me a. I'll probably say spare a shilling. <laughs> Uh, just checking to see what it would be. Uh, well, you use you have an ability, right? Slide a hand. Uh, so yeah, that'd just be your speed and deceit. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so you're just you're just rolling your your slide a hand. Uh, I'll say you could roll that twice, and we'll see what you get for the night. Okay. Two successes. Two successes. Not the, not the worst, not the best. Uh, you're able to get, you know, a little bit of, of money or things that are worth something that you could pawn off with your next convenience. You know, nothing really worth calling out about. Just kind of, you know, small pocket change, that kind of stuff. You know, you're not really paying for room and board right now uh, because you're staying at the, the alderman's estate, or you have been, so... Uh, your expenses haven't actually been that much as uh well lately so you know it's enough for a few days uh if you wanted to go out and do something uh and we'll say that that's that'll be your night okay so go into a new morning a new dawn Andrews, you spent some time last night looking around, trying to find legal routes to to this investigation. Uh, one thing you know is that aldermans don't have a lot of actual street-level power in the city. Uh, it, again, it's more of a middle management position in the city government. It's kind of, you know, it's not, it's not a... a it's not a big thing, you you know, a lot of... I was trying to see if I could wiggle some bylaws or see anything, so... <laughs> you know, there's a lot, you know, a lot of shaking hands, uh, a lot of cutting ribbons, that kind of thing. You know, it's a prestige position in some cases for a lot of uh, individuals that take it. Um, so there's... It's not a huge amount. Also, given the fact that if you were to take the legal route for it, you'd have to get illegal entities involved. And you know that by doing so, that might not necessarily be possible. You'd have to, you'd be taking them somehow near 
speakeasies which are an illegal enterprise in the city that you know could lead to them being closed down or definitely would lead to them being closed down persecutions that kind of thing probably wouldn't look great mm-hmm. for for you to do that and if it got back that you were working for who you're working for that could probably lead to some problems overall okay. so you know there's a, there's a lot there um Lawrence yeah, you didn't you didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Nope. Nope. It was uh it was a hard night. When he woke up he probably just sat in his bed and smoked all day all, all day until the sun came up. Yeah. And you're not due for work at the ice hauling at the ice uh, block hauling uh business because kinda called in that you were working with somebody else for a while. And you're not on probably for a while at the Red Diamond because that's been shot up quite heavily. I assume uh, at some point I'll hear from the owner. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, you'll have to wait on that. Uh, yeah. They call you. you yeah. Call them. I don't know. The, I don't know their number, but I'll I'll yeah. get up, uh, take a shower, try and feel a little Be- bit more alive. Um, yeah. Mindful of your gunshot wound. Yeah. <laughs> Put some fresh dressing on that. Uh, yeah. It does say in the book, since I have the hurt, I had to take the hurt soak. So it's visibly like thing that I look like shit is a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, the hurt, but the hurt soak does go away, I think, after a... Uh, it's a after, a lo- after a full night's sleep and a, and a meal. Full night's sleep and a meal, yeah. So Which I haven't have... gotten a full night's sleep yet because I ha- slept really yeah, bad you... last night. You're right. So you haven't actually recharged the hurt soak. So no, I have charged. I have recharged the winded soak because that just requires a, co- a recovery action to recover yeah. that. Yeah, so that's fine. So you're, yeah. So you're. Uh, yeah. So you. So yeah, but you look. You look. You don't look great. A little pale. You know, there's definitely kind of sags under the eyes. From sags under the eyes. You, you're not mo- like people notice when you're moving your arm that you're not moving it in the right kind of ways. You're avoiding certain positions because of kind of yeah he's holding it like tight to his chest most of the time except you know that doesn't make any sense yeah he takes a shower gets dressed uh he's going to actually treat himself to like an actual breakfast there's like a diner nearby i assume he's going to get himself oh everywhere yeah those all exist yeah so you you could go visit like yeah there's local diner get yourself like uh, you know put some money down and get like an actual breakfast good cup of coffee God, he needs one of those. <laughs> yeah, a, a, good, uh, a good full cup of coffee, just and yeah. I don't know, bacon and eggs or or some breakfast. That, some full uh, a full breakfast, a full breakfast, sticks your kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then he's going to, since the Tommy gun was nearly out of ammo, he's going to go to a local gun store and buy some forty-five ACP to put in it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not. Nobody's asking. It's 1920s. Nobody's asking you a question uh, about there. He's probably bought bullets here before for his. Side yeah, arm, they're not so. asking you a question about those either. Uh, yeah. two so, hundred. So, so, oh, okay. <laughs> Just like. Yeah, I'll buy two hundred forty-five ACP, please. And they're like, oh, great. Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh yeah, you could go ahead and do that. I'm gonna say that's probably a moderate expense, like a mid-level expense. That's yeah, that's fine. Expense. 
that'd be expensive probably not gonna be able to do that again until you get like a major payday or another like good payday uh, yeah he's gonna tomorrow. come back to the, the room then and check the thompson out make sure that's working properly yeah sure the old token typewriter uh, yeah yeah the old typewriter yeah uh no it looks like it's moderately well cared for it's recently been fired a lot um yep. and you know you're, you're doing the standard yeah 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 one of the uh maybe not this one it's kind of 50 50 if it's that or it's it's kind of a three-way whether or not it was that one that got you or one of the ones that was from the other dead body or from the one that got away but definitely contributed uh but yeah no you go ahead you do that you load the drum magazine up that's you know that's always gonna jam it's horrible uh yep. and and you clean it uh and it's stupid construction method of the thompson company from that era all right uh, i need to get the stats for that now so it's Tommy yeah, gun. they're in the book so you can put that in there and that is right. you do have you do have one you do have one full load of that but if you run out you don't have enough to get another one that was expensive because 45 acp is actually it's always been expensive it has never been cheap it is always expensive 45 it's never been it's never a cheap cartridge uh but yeah you go ahead you do that uh funny enough the thompson by the way if you want to if you want to know a funny little thing of history the principle they built the thompson off of like the way they thought it worked doesn't exist they found out the whole mechanism they built they built it off of what's called a blish lock which is made of brass and steel because it, they thought under pressure it creates friction which would stop the bolt from opening prematurely that principle doesn't exist <laughs> so they just built a delayed blowback just good enough that it that it didn't cause the a premature ejection that would blow off a face or something yeah they were really hot for the blish system that thing cost like half the gun it's just solid machined brass <laughs> like that, that that bolt uh they built the rifle off that too and that did blow a face off or could have because they never got that one right uh uh so yeah listen it's, it's gun building in the early 1900s gun building it's there's a lot of things that don't make a lot of sense that people thought worked it's actually kind of funny uh so yeah you go ahead you get that uh together and i'll say that's that's most of your morning that's that's how you spend it um let's go to uh jack roman what are you doing Breakfast. Breakfast, obviously. Yeah. Check in with the boss. Find out if he's going anywhere. I don't have it. Do I have anything on my calendar today? Uh, no, nothing big. It's post meeting. That was going to be an all day thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that always takes a lot out of everybody. So, nothing's really scheduled. I, I want to. I just want to get a head start on uh, this investigation of ours. I can't see a legal precedent, so we're going to have to do this quietly. Uh, I'm happier with quiet, boss. <laughs> no, you would be. All right, just uh, do me a favor. Don't go anywhere until I get back. <laughs> I'll be right <laughs> here. I got some reading to do anyway. Um, going down to Harry's room. Give him a couple of bucks that I promised him. He's asleep. 
<laughs> Leave him under his pillow then. Ah, <laughs> oh, the tooth fairy came. Freaking <laughs> tooth fairies come up. Uh, if you actually did that, though, I think Harry would immediately wake up. Harry, yeah. Harry is a veteran, so that would... <laughs> yeah. Like, not only would he probably immediately wake up, he'd probably be like, at the ready kind of, kind of yep. wake. Yeah, yeah, at the ready in the running position. Yes, we know. <laughs> well, in that instance, he didn't have a gun. What was he meant to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna charge guys wielding Tommy guns. You know, just charge him. That sure. will go well. Um, then he's listen. Gonna go... He survived all of World War One for a reason. Yes, he was good at running away from the fight. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. There's um, some story there when it all come out in the woodwork. And then he's gonna make his way to find a certain wolfhound. Alright. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Though that was a horrible roll for that. <laughs> yeah. Also, the ammo dice for me is increased by one because of ammo conservation, so it's a D8, not a D6 for me. Oh, that's cool. Mike, yeah, can you send that guns. to Rival as well, because he's got one too. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, just, I'll post it in the, uh, in the Choose the Crew stuff. Yeah, it's just in the rulebook. You all have a copy of it. You should. Yeah. It's in the handout section uh, as well if you don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that looks good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's, bad. Uh, it's a bad roll. Speed, mind, shooting, and then ammo. Dice. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's still a bad roll, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it's not hard for you to if you wanted to actually go and physically like meet Lawrence, you know where he lives. Like you've been there and you have his number as well. That's that's on that's on record. Yeah, I know I want to go get him. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that's no problem. You can find a way in into town without too much trouble uh and to his apartment door <laughs> like up there like you've, you've been there before so i'm not gonna describe it again it's, it's the same shitty building that you've been in is he there uh yeah probably assuming you're not there like super early in the morning because he would have went out got breakfast he's probably sitting at the table right now loading the drum magazine <laughs> yeah no you'd be there i'd say the, the amount of time i'd take uh Roman to get there, given the fact he didn't say he was driving, so he would have had to use public transport <laughs> to to get there. So, trolley rides aren't necessarily fast. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, knock on the door. You hear? Lawrence actually jumps a little because <laughs> he was distracted and also bad night's sleep. Uh, so, like, he puts the drum down on the counter next to the Tommy gun, walks over to the door, looks out through the peephole again. Smiling panther again. <laughs> <sighs> Opens the door. Come on in. Thanks. I don't know why, when you described him getting freaked out because he was in a trance loading <laughs> the weapon, it just reminded me of a full metal jacket, but like just just he's, he's, he's just right thirty out six. <laughs> yeah, I know. Full metal it's a, jacket, Teflon coated. It's, it's a four point five. It's, it's a forty five ACP. 
Yeah. It's all it's just like loading that. Uh, but yeah. It closes the door behind you. I'd offer you coffee, but I don't have any. Ah. Uh, it's okay, that'll change. How much you are? Sit back, sit back, sit back down. What was that? How much you earn? I'm sorry. What? How much do you earn? A week? A day. I worked for a as you know, I my day job was ice hauling. That's shitty. Ten cents a day, probably. And speak the bar? Speakeasy, speak pay me. Depends on how good the tips are. Yeah, thought so. The wages, the, the hourly, the daily rate isn't bad, but most of the money is made in tips. All right. You're going to go and quit both of them today. I'm sorry, what? I I didn't sleep very well. I need you to repeat that again for me. I'm sorry. You are going to quit both jobs today. Why? Because now you're working with me and the Alderman. Working with you and the Alderman has gotten me shot. No, working with me and the Alderman has gotten you a much better paying job. Sure, you got shot, shot because the blue boys decided they wanted to make a play on the big time. That had nothing to do with me and the old man. As far as I'm aware. Only reason I was there was to talk to LePan. I assumed you did threaten her. No, I didn't threaten her. I told her how things would happen. Yeah, sounded a lot like threatening to me. But that is your job after all. No, my job is to protect the old man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Told her what would happen if she made trouble for him. He's and not what, you, the you smartest to... tiger in the world. I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you want me to be your muscle? Your hired No, man? I want you to be my partner. Okay. How is that any different? Because you would be using your brains, which you've got. You've got street smarts. You've obviously got military training. And you're wasted in what you're doing. Well, last one, I would be one to agree. Speakeasy is fun. Get us be around alcohol and actually feel like I'm back home again. But yeah, it's not all strong arming people. Most of the time, we're just making sure the old man doesn't get too drunk. Is he a lightweight? No, he just likes his liquor. See where I'm from? That would mean yeah, he's a lightweight. So. Look, you call him boss, you make sure you protect him, you stay loyal to him, he takes care of you. 
This isn't the first time I've signed up for... been asked to sign up for someone's political opinions. The last not, time it cost me a lot of things. Not political. Yeah, at the moment it isn't. Nah, he's got aspirations of being a senator. Right now they're just aspirations, but either way, you get on the ground floor, he makes it, you're still on his team. Well... He doesn't ask you to follow his politics, he just asks you to cover his back. <laughs> the last guy said that too, and he ended up dead. Then you're out of a job. I was out of a lot more than a job. I was out you want to say no, just say no. Fuck it. And he offers his hand, the non-shot one. Uh. <laughs> All right. You start at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Got it. And I put down a, a $5 bill. Keep him going until his first payday. He let go of please. Please tell wide me. <laughs> Just wide eyes. Just wide eyes. One other thing you gotta do today. Uh huh. Go to the medical. Get your bullet wound treated properly. Okay. Tell them the alderman's paying for it. It's already set up. Okay. Thanks, Roman. What? For not running. I don't run, savage. <laughs> right in the gut. There's a few more. Just get him in there. What do I look like? A fox? Looking a little foxy. Though I'm sure the... In a jet. <laughs> I'm going in with the hook. Come on. Just dirty. Just... All right. We're getting there. Rabbit punches. Rabbit punches. Sorry. That's not you. <laughs> uh... I mean, hey. I'm sure the ladies at the bar think you're pretty foxy. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> However you want, Roman. That's an amazing response. <laughs> <laughs> so, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, his estate. Knock on the door. They'll be waiting for you. Got it. What should I wear? Try something... The best you got for now. We'll get you something better. I'll sort that out while I'm getting my arm patched up. Alright. You wanna? My good suit is currently bloodstained. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a hole in both in two sides of the sleeve. <laughs> Drop another five. <laughs> Take care. Alright, Roman. I'll see you. Close the door, leave. He's a soldier, he can probably sew. Yeah, definitely. You are not, you are not the bodyguard to an alderman in a patched suit. <laughs> he's he's got a point. But yeah, like, uh, I pick up the $10 that are on the counter and I'm just staring at them like, this is more money than I've probably seen most of my life. I mean, it's not that much money. This is 1920. It's a lot of money for me. That's a it's year's like a salary in your hand. Yeah. If you want, that's a lot of if you're on ten cents a day, that's a year's salary in your head. 
Yeah. No, though, but he worked at a speakeasy. That's, you know, he's getting tips, everything like that. It's you know, it's I also think, an illegal think, service, so you have to pay a little more to keep people working yeah, for you. you know? Yeah, it's not it's not the most you've ever seen, but I mean, it's, you know. It's, it's a lot it's of a fucking decent, money. It's a decent amount of money for for this day and age. Just uh, to hand it to you. Just here's $10. The equivalent of someone coming up and just going, look, you need a new suit. It's 200 bucks. Get on with it today yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it's the equivalent it's of like, like 200 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the equivalent of, yeah like 200 bucks because that would be that, yeah it's not enough to change your life but it definitely can make yeah it i'm it definitely make it like a week a lot better yeah definitely <laughs> next week a lot better yeah yeah, yeah so yeah uh, i'm gonna i'm money. gonna leave a note uh with whoever's on the the the, the floor. floor phone and oh, if yeah and if yeah. someone if someone calls looking for me tell them i'm out and I'm gonna go out and with my ten bucks, I'm gonna get a, a suit, decent suit. Not like I'll probably spend. I'm not sure how much is too much because yet again, 1920s. Uh, is five bucks enough to spend on the suit? Is well, seven bucks enough to spend on the suit? I just so well, happen to have done I've... a lot of research on the 1920s, so I actually know. I don't know the specific prices because that varies by region and uh, and everything. But I can say it depends on how much money you have because everybody was expected to, every man was expected to have a suit a three-piece suit specifically uh but even the working class even the working class and basically the difference you would have is as you got lower in class the less the suit matched every part right because you would buy from secondhand shops most of the time because they had a lot of suits just kind of there off the rack but they wouldn't have necessarily everything there so you'd have like a vest from a different uh, from one cut and color and you'd have a, a jacket from a different cut color and different pants and stuff like that so and that was totally socially okay for lower class individuals it's fine but as you okay, go so higher up there since like, it's an alderman i assume i'm going to need a matching three-piece suit at minimum yeah probably you're probably not gonna have like a uh, like a super nice like white shirt because white shirts are hard to clean so you're probably going to have maybe like an off-white or a colored shirt things like that it's just small things that tell that you don't have a lot of money because keeping white clean like this is Im almost impossible without access to certain chemicals that were very expensive back then starch <laughs> start like, star well starch and bleach because you needed yeah. bleach to keep things white and bleach was very expensive back then and yeah. hard to deal with. So. Yeah, I'm going to spend probably yeah. seven bucks on a, maybe eight bucks on a suit, like a full three piece matching one. Yeah, um, you can, let's say you can get a, you can get a decent quality suit for moderate expense and you will have the ability of having one other moderate expense from the money you currently have. All right. And then we're going to go to the general because I want to make sure like after they suit me up, I'm going to say, okay. And then I'm going to, Go to the hospital. <laughs> you get some. You get some odd looks from the from the, from the tailors just like taking your measurements, and by virtue of the fact they have to take your measurements, you have no shirt on. <laughs> the scars guy, and fresh so bullet scars, hole. There's quite literally just a bandaged wound on there, but they'll take your money. Um, <laughs> your so, money spends just yeah, fine. They'll totally I'll take your it. money. Yeah, yeah they'll okay. totally take your money. Uh, but yeah, you go ahead. You get that done. Um, then to the general, tell him. Yeah, yeah. The alderman, alderman Jack Andrews, will pay for it. Yeah, you do. Um, that, given the fact that Roman is 
part of his staff. I don't know if it would be too out of the ordinary for maybe somebody to come in with a bullet wound or a wound of some sort uh, under Jack Alderman's name. Uh, I'm going to say they're not going to give you too much guff because you did mention a city official and he has a, a standing account uh, at the general uh, hospital. Uh, and the thing is, it's actually very inverse of today uh, where uh, clothes are somewhat expensive, but uh, medical expenses back then weren't that bad. Uh, it was actually fairly cheap back in the day uh, to get things done like that. Um, so, yeah, no, they... Sits down, clean, takes off clean the shirt. Your wound. They do the whole thing. They check, you know, they make sure I will have run, run ahead to say that, that I've got a... Yeah. a, a, a constituent of mine who was um hit in a was clipped in a in a uh drive driving Hunting piece accident. of violence no drive by piece oh, of violence okay. and i took and i uh, i took pity and i want to see him check. all right yeah that's fine uh they don't question you that much uh and so yeah you clean double check you know that nothing's broken or anything like that you know the best they can do uh i don't think antibiotics exist yeah or would it be It'd be right at the early, like it'd be right at the cusp for antibiotics. I think. Uh, when were penicillin might just be one. starting to come out? 1928. Yeah. Oh, we're year. one year off. So <laughs> penicillin <laughs> has not yet been discovered. Uh, no, nope. very soon. Very soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, In prohibition, was alcohol around for medical purposes? Was it yes. Right, I'm sorry? Yes, during Prohibition, many a people went to the doctors, got prescriptions for alcohol. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's, that was totally a thing. That's totally a thing. Also, or heroin. Uh, yeah, also, uh, like, sacrament for, sacrament for uh, Catholics was also uh, okayed. So there was a lot, there was a, there was suddenly a lot of religious uh, registrations for certain religions that allowed alcohol or needed alcohol for their ceremonies that that, oh, like, that over a, yeah over a year just increased like immensely from pre-prohibition to post to the beginning of prohibition like somehow uh no there's a lot of ways people went to get around it what like, are you talking about it's a success story look at how many people found god <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love God and He loves me. Yeah, funnily enough, there was, of, there was a lot of sacramental wine and stuff that just went missing a lot of the times at, uh, at certain certain churches, uh, especially out in the country. Uh, was was a very common thing, uh, but yeah. Uh, so you get you get it looked at, you get it fixed up. They you know they they double check the wound they make sure you know they restitch it uh you know everything they can make sure it's not you know turning like there's no infection or anything like that and it looks fine uh they just say get some rest try and not you know try and try and not use it too much for the next try not shot shot couple of yeah. weeks yeah <laughs> yeah but they don't question you too much about it it's not the weirdest thing they've seen today uh, I mean, they're doctors. <laughs> it's, they're doctors. That's a through point of history. That's not the weirdest thing they've ever seen. Uh, yep. <laughs> so you get that done. Uh, and I would say that's like, that's a minor expense. Like that's not uh, like, you know, we're, we're talking like less than a dollar because they're not having to like set a bone or anything like that. It's mostly just cleaning out a wound and stitching it up. So, I mean, it hurts like hell. Uh, he doesn't, he's just sitting there the entire time, not flinching. Just like, this is yeah. new. Yeah. 
uh hurts like hell but that gets done uh and so think on think that on that you still have a moderate expense that you could uh charge if you wanted to or you can just save it uh he's gonna well, save it 100 yeah but while that's going on we go over to uh lena lapan we probably should go on break you are right we should go on break <laughs> yeah so we join go straight in... from Lawrence to a break. <laughs> yeah, so join us in five to ten minutes' time where we will be back with more of the show. Use this time, grab yourself a drink, and we'll see you in a moment.
Hello everybody and welcome back to the second part of our broadcast tonight. We're continuing with tonight's broadcast of Taikaruga Nights. Roach. Tricoga is actually Taikaruga is not I, it's, correct. I, no, it's not correct. It is Tricoga. I have forever said Taikaruga <laughs> uh, since we like started prepping about this about six or seven months ago. And it's stuck, unfortunately. So I need to get that out out of my head. But uh, Taikaroga is an actual place. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty is sure. that why that's, that's it's stuck thing. in my head? That's okay. a real thing. Yeah, okay. Taikaroga is like is is like a, a a revolutionary war battlefield. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that might be it. Or something like that. It's like it's like a big thing. Like it's like on the same level as like Valley Forge and and uh oh fuck what was the thing? no it's Ticonderoga. Ticonderoga, that's, yeah, I know you're right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's for Ticonderoga. It's close enough, though, is, that it hits that same part of my mind. It's, it's it, there, is, yeah. Is that the one that Benedict Arnold gave over? No, that's the one he took over before he became traitor. That, that's what, yeah, no, that's that's the one that, I meant the, before. Yeah, Ticonderoga, he, he went up there, he, he went up to the to. fort, he took, he got there, he, he took it, and then he took the cannons overland all the way to New York. Yeah. to help with the defending of the invasion that happened there it was actually an amazing campaign everything mm -hmm. it's funny benedict arnold if they just didn't screw him over a couple of times would have been an amazing general for for, for the earth for the revolution yep. but they just kept he just kept having credit taken from him by washington and they just like, fuck it <laughs> it forever became synonymous with the word traitor in the united states so back to the game about talking animals and in prohibition <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the range we have on this on the show we can talk about about super esoteric american history and other things like that and then it goes immediately to anthropomorphic noir so and I, now i'm here just to inject a bit of cockney yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so uh, Red, uh, we well we began with uh, Lena LePan. Your morning after everything, you uh, said what you were wanting to do this morning was to try and find a job. Something shiny. Something shiny. So I want you to go ahead and just give me a roll. You're trying you're playing an anthropomorphic to... magpie, not a rabbit. <laughs> the our crow, uh, crow. As, as well a crow but they like blue things so it's all sapphires this is what they're looking for a crow thief just all sapphires uh so well, yeah, well. I want you, yeah uh sorry i wanted you to give me a uh mind observation because you're just looking through the the newspaper and just trying to find some lead Two successes. Okay. Fortunately, you don't find anything that really jumps out at you. The, you know, it's getting, it's like, it's in an odd part of the year. It's kind of before the summer months really uh, hit in full gear. Uh, there's supposed to be in a little while some uh 4th of July kind of events going on in the city that's being talked about. A couple museums putting on shows for that, but unfortunately, they're not anything that's like jewels or, or like really in and of themselves 
valuable items, but more for the historical value items that are being shown off uh, kind of thing. Uh, so you, you, not really your bag when it comes to what you target. Uh, was kind there, of a... Whilst I'm looking through, was there anything about the shooting? Anything about the shooting? My novelty dice. It's great. Don't don't call it novelty. It's no, this is this is like this is bordering on unusably large for most of like, this this thing. This thing doesn't care about a dice box or or dice tray. This thing will jump right over it and steam through a wall. Yeah. Uh no, no mentions of it. You think that might have something to do with the fact that it was at an active speakeasy, so the cops are probably keeping that under wraps uh for right now at least. Um, so no, no direct mentions of that, what you can see, at least in the paper you have. Well, in that case, she is going to call Mr. Green and then she is going to take a walk and a trolley to drop off her card at, um, Alderman Andrew's house. Okay, uh, you're calling Mr. Green for what specifically? Uh, were you wanting to? Well, she never got her meeting. She never did. That is correct. Um, no one answers the the phone when you call. Okay. It just rings and answering machines don't exist yet. So. He, you said he last week he worked at the uh, small museum. Yes. He was a curator. Mm -hmm. Is, how, how far out of my way have I got to go to sort of go past the museum on my way to... Well, you're in your uh, location is in uh, Graham, Graham, mm -hmm. uh, which is in the uh, North Central District. Um, to get to where Mr. Green's uh, uh, museum is, that would be all the way down at like. Uh, it would be uh, at. Uh, U Manor, which is all the way down at the New Delta area, and uh, Mr. Andrews, or the Alderman Andrews' uh, house is uh, is over at uh, King Square, so literally just like a short jaunt in the same district as you're in uh, to get to Andrews. Never mind so then! You'd have to go all the way. Basically, you traverse most of the city to go down there, and then yeah, be a big V <laughs> to get there. Okay, so I'm just going to drop over um, my my new card there, so in case because he said they might have work, but I'm going to leave it with Roman because I don't want to die today. Um, Roman's not in, I don't think. Roman's, Roman's not in. in. Yep. Well, I'll 
leave it for the attention of Mr. Roman. Okay. Um, roll a... Uh, roll a... Uh, uh, that uh, plus die. There's like a die with a little plus sign. Just roll that for me. Okay. Uh, it's a good way of having heads or tails, but a three... It's a good way of having a because it has one blank side. It has a blank mm -hmm. side plus and minus uh, symbols. Okay, so actually, what you get is uh, you and you like go up to the house. You've been there before to uh, to uh, talk uh, previously, and uh, you you directly like directly uh like come face to face with the alderman who jack you went out to double check on the paper as roman ha was not in and your house staff is uh is not kind of worked out the schedule yeah it's only been a couple of days since you moved in so you were going out to check the paper there's lena lapan right there miss lapan uh not your alderman a pleasure to see you. Pleasure is all mine. I hear you had quite the evening. Oui, it was, um... Oui. Um, I just came to drop this off with uh, Monsieur Roman. Um, I have moved accommodation and I... Um, he said to go through him. So I just... I came to drop this off. I will take it, and, and I'll update our address book. Don't, don't you fret. Merci. Well, um, bonjour, au revoir. At you. All right. So. And then I'm just going to have a because he lives on a nice street. I'm gonna have a quiet walk along the road and see if there's any particularly nice houses. Uh, <laughs> she needs a job. Question: What time of the day is it now? Uh, well, we're kind of going we're jumping back and forth between like early morning to like midday is kind of the the cover span time span we're covering here uh so i guess this is like i don't know 10 in the morning ish right now harry might be waking up a bad now he's a light sleeper anyway he doesn't need too much sleep he's a fox yeah maybe Just she'll bump into him night screaming <laughs> yeah. That's I'm what getting really saying. bullied here. <laughs> <laughs> Being bullied tonight. <laughs> Sorry, so, buddy. It's my last one, I promise. So, I can't make that promise. <laughs> you'll get no such promises from me. Make that promise. So. Yeah, uh, Lena. Yeah, no, the whole roadway is uh, just filled with nice-looking houses. That's kind of its defining feature, uh, which 
stands out from the uh, the rest of the King Square district is because it's uh, uh what what was that uh, uh trying to remember. the Green Row is just a whole bunch of really nice houses like near the university. And, is uh, is there anything bordering on the ridiculousness of obstin um ostentatious? Uh, not really. These are like, how would I say? Like, this would be the equivalent of the, uh, I've forgotten what the head of a university is called. Uh, I'm, I'm having a dean. complete dean. Like, the dean of the university would, like, live on the green row. Uh, maybe some, like, wealthy businessman, but not on, like, par of obstinate wealth, more like, they own a shipping company that deals with like two or three cities and it's well off or maybe they're a lumber company and they've got kind of franchises on the upper part of the state kind of wealth like good like well above average but not like not like oh here's my fabergé egg collection like none of that like kind of wealth that's that's more like in the hoity-toity areas up north uh which is in like the light blue uh, area the North Point uh, districts or that's kind of where you're you're starting to get into like that's that's where we're starting to get into oh we have the which yachting club do you go to kind of wealth like yeah no, that you're kind of in the middle class well like a high upper middle class but still kind of middle class uh, wealth uh, okay so she'll keep she'll start walking up to the Hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. Hot green. You're starting to get into, into the North Point. There's, you know, you end up hot green and hot. It's like, uh, you know, the streets are a little bit wider. Things are more well-kept. There's not as much, like, house near house kind of uh, layout. It's more like property next to property layout, if you get what I mean. Like, it's uh, like the... Uh, like the ratio of house to land lot changes pretty drastically to, to to more favor the land lot in terms of like space wise like it's it we're talking like like these are large lots that are are starting to be carved out and yeah no you start seeing like yeah this is where the most well off individuals go to uh, like uh, uh live in town um there's uh how would I say this? Like, um, uh, I'm just trying to double check here. Like, there is uh, a film studio that exists in Tacoga. Like, this is before the consolidation of all film and and that kind of work into like Hollywood kind of era. So. You're starting to get like movie stars live here <laughs> like in this area of town like the the upton film studio is up in orchard point which is the northern part of the north point district so like that that's kind of the wealth level you're getting hmm. does she know anyone 
around here because she she's made a few friends at parties or are they still kind of in the uh more lavender area uh yeah they're more into like they're uh, yeah, upper middle class like new money kind of wealth mm. is what you've kind of gotten into this is like old um, money this is old money or obstinate new wealth like you know like that all right well level. she's she's still looking for obstinate ostentatiousness ostentatious uh give me just a mind observation check just to kind of like case the area Sorry, I had to finish my Fanta, which doesn't exist yet in this world, because that, that's like a World War II thing. Uh... <laughs> uh, you mean they made yeah. a sequel? Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, just no, all actually, the flashbacks. Just, uh... <laughs> the First World War was called the First World War before Literally the Second before World War. <laughs> no, actually, but no. Before it was called the Great World War. War no, no, no. no World War I was the Great War. Before the end of the First World War even Woodrow occurred. Wilson like, said it was the First World the first War World in, War. like, 1916 like was, in a speech. Yeah. It was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> the term First World War has existed before the First World War even ended. So, like, we knew that was going to happen. So, um, yeah. Uh, that was actually why Walter Wilson was trying to really get the... Uh, the United States in on the peace deal so that the Second World War didn't happen, but that didn't really work out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, with two successes, you look around, you find uh, obstinance, like opulent, that's what I meant, like like opulent wealth, like, like very extravagant, very out there. Not you don't find it like in that I wouldn't I wouldn't say it in that measure like you find a couple of properties that definitely look very well off like we're talking they definitely have multi-car garages in 1927 uh so they own like like import cars and like very high high performance uh kind of things is what you get a sense from like that you see a couple that have look to be fairly large gardening staff which usually indicates maybe a lot of excess wealth because they're keeping the property very very well manicured um the structures though they're all kind of keeping with the with the aesthetic of the the re like the the whole neighborhood or i guess the district and you know it's a lot of a lot of new art deco kind of architecture that that's fairly recent uh mixed in with some more uh, some more like throwback architecture with some of the larger maybe older looking buildings that have maintained it so it's kind of it's hard to tell really from a street level uh, without knowing like the individuals there uh whether or not this is just like a you know standard obscene wealth or 
or super obscene wealth kind of place. Uh, looks like they might spend their wealth less on the buildings and more on other things at this point. L less on the property, more on fine jewelry or things like that. And that's very hard to tell from the street specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alright, she, she makes a note of a couple of the particularly nice houses and then sort of goes back to her lodgings and sort of has a um, uh, quick check of uh, stuff she can pawn, quick check of her jewels that she'd much rather keep, but in an emergency it is willing to sort of part with. Um, not the special set, she's keeping those. Um, but because she, she's considering, because there, there isn't much around here, but she knows that come the summer, there might be a few houses empty because people sort of go vacationing or sort of, so she doesn't know whether to stay and wait or she, move to on. Fair, to be fair, I would like to point out this is a northern city, so the summer here, the summer would actually probably be the the time when they would be here. If they, if it, if somebody was so they're coming back. Homes, if anything, they'll be if, coming back. Yeah, they'd be leaving in like five months during like or when winter comes in, because then they'd probably if they're if they have enough money to have two houses, they'll have one in like a, a cold area, one in a warm area, and when winter comes, they'll go down south to stay in like warm weather and then they'll come up here during the summer because it's warmer up here uh kind of you know that's but it's not that's you know mean. stupid heat yeah okay. but not everybody some people like the weather like winter they like colder weather there's there's some there's some species that prefer some people it. like seasons yeah. yeah and also i mean there are some there's there's some species of animals that are or beasts oh, that, that exist in the world bear. that that prefer the weather, the cold weather, so they'll kind of chase that. Uh, you know, particularly some, yeah. So that's also a possibility. Okay. Uh, she's she's gonna go home and think about some things. Yeah. Just for reference, like there is a lot of wealth nearby. The problem is, is that it's a lot. It's not a lot of at least nothing absurd nothing overtly that you can see that is nor that is like easily pocketable and pawnable it'd be like a big heist like those those garages probably have a lot of money in them but they're in the form of a vehicle yeah. that that's she doesn't have to get rid of those yeah painting so, yeah jewels yeah. sure cash yeah. obviously which is, which is why it's kind of hard to figure out who's got that from a, like the street, especially with those properties that aren't necessarily right on the street. So that's that's why it was hard. Uh, but yeah, well, we move on to Harry. Harry, your morning. What are you doing? Waking up finally and finding what the fairy left us. You got a couple of bucks in your uh, in your pillow or under your pillow. Uh, yeah, for reference, somebody did post in the chat ten dollars is the equivalent of like a hundred and thirty or a hundred and like forty dollars in modern money so Ooh, not bad finally got paid for something 
Uh, at the minute, I'm sort of cut a loose end, so I guess he's just gonna hang around until someone comes back or fetches him. Yeah. You got a pretty easy, you had a pretty easy day today. In all honesty, you got, got a you couple know. of bucks last night. Woke up to a couple of bucks today. Yeah, and you know, it's a house staff that uh, right around now would be serving the staff breakfast a couple hours after the the owner's breakfast. So that's available to you, as technically you are a part of the staff. So. You're provided a meal of whatever's available uh, for free. It's not 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 charging you for it. Uh, it's not the best thing you've ever eaten, but uh, it is prepared by a chef that's on staff. So I mean, it'll do me. Yeah. Uh, so that happens. Uh, but yeah, with that out of the way, I wanted to uh, go back specifically. Uh, Roman. Yeah, you can buy your rule books later. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I am I'm not buying anything Elite Dangerous rule books for RPG at all. I'd never do such a thing. Oh, my credit card. I was gonna, gonna say, but they've got the the complete collections out of stock at least on the their page. So and then you buy, buy them individually, and you only have to pay twenty dollars extra. Uh, I can I buy $20 extra so I have the whole package. Did you also get the GM screen? Uh, I didn't see that. As as somebody who has uh, just 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 as everybody listening in the live stream right now, if you are planning on role on like hosting a role playing game stuff like that, even if you're doing it digitally, having a GM screen at handy is actually really useful because it it acts as a quick reference sheet that's physically there. So it's a lot easier to quickly find the information uh i own two separate gm screens for fifth edition DD, and i still reference them and i have two separate ones because uh wizards of the coast can't actually decide on a layout that actually works for DD fifth edition gm screens oh i see it yes that's going on the list there you go yeah okay but yeah roman you can yes. do that later uh <laughs> i don't think they're coming off the presses that quickly uh so uh, yeah, you finish your uh, kind of morning routine and you arrive back uh, at the house and you are provided with a uh, a number. Uh, Miss LePan uh, came by earlier this morning. Uh, Who provides me with the the card? I I'm would... gonna I'm gonna do it personally and I'm just gonna give it to him with raised eyebrows and then go back to my office with with. Boss, a, it's a my job to protect you. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I'm just gonna sip my morning coffee. I've got a bacon and eggs on a plate that I'm going up. Um, and I'm Can't going back do up to that office. if you're in like dealing with nefarious people. I deal with you, don't I? I'm respectable now. <laughs> I haven't killed anyone in three years. <laughs> I imagine that there's just a sh like one of the maids is like. <laughs> like, oh, not you, Squidark. You're gorgeous. I wouldn't touch you. Well, not like that. Lawrence has killed people more regularly <laughs> than than Roman has. Funnily enough. Lawrence killed people last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you were provided with a number. Fine. I go up to the boss's office or wherever he is. 
actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll to see where I am. I am I am in my office, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Massive house only uses the office. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your dorm room. Look, <laughs> boss. She's a thief. We both know this. If you're seen dealing with her, someone's going to use it against you. You want to be Sandra or not? I hear you. I hear you. But she does have good plausible de deniability as a debutante. Yeah, she's got all the plausible deniability in all the right places, I know. But still, you need to stay clear. Let me deal with it. You need her to do something, I get her to do it for you. She needs something from you, she goes through me. I'm your plausible deniability. Okay, Roman. Let's talk business. What's your take in the situation? How do we, uh... find out who's behind the... brewing? Well, first we set Harry loose. He's got ears in all the right places. And I hate to say it, we have to start paying him on a regular. He ain't gonna hang around forever. And he was only doing a favor for the Baron. You know it, I know it. He brings us back something, we give him something in return. Motivate the guy. I can get behind that. Miss LePan. She's obviously gifted at finding things that no people don't want you to find and mail them appropriating them for herself. <laughs> She needs a job. And you said yourself, she's got plausible deniability wherever she goes. Who's going to hurt a dame? Browns do come easy. Ah. Also, I think she's going to need us more than we need her. Changing That's the good job. is never a good sign. Yeah, well, you know, she's used to the high living and she's got a Robin Hood streak. What can I tell you? Good thing we got uh, Lawrence on the payroll now. I like the boy. Well, I think he's the same age as me, if not older. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those, the boss is always the old man, that kind of thing. Yeah, that youthful expression of post-traumatic stress just... Repressed <laughs> <laughs> youth really does it for a man. The giant uh, skull on his face <laughs> look we put him in a good suit one let's face it you got him standing next to you who's going to want to deal with you mm -hmm. two put him with me we work all together on the job of the docks we stuck together in the fight in the bar he's got a good head on his shoulders yeah, you stay more... back here, play the long game. Let us do the legwork. I'm game. 
Only trying to look out for you, boss. Hey, that's what I pay you for. So wait, I get paid. <laughs> you get you get paid a lot. <laughs> to drop ten dollars on somebody, just just said enough. You paid a lot. <laughs> you get you get paid so much that you normally hold my money. That kind of. Like, right. <laughs> um. So. See, that just makes start? me think of Leon with the. Uh, I'm like a bank, but I'm better than a bank. <laughs> no one's gonna whack. <laughs> oh, Jack. Okay, we set the fox loose. Okay. The plan? Yeah, she might have some wheels she can grease. I have uh, an idea of how myself, you, and Lawrence can also do some snooping, though. Boss. Yeah, yeah. Well... I don't have to be directly there, but we can say I'm going to throw a shindig. All right. That I can get behind. And what does a shindig need? Oh, boy, we're going to have to go find some, ain't we? And, of course, you being a respectable citizen, you don't want to pay too much. And All hey, right. this could open up a new market into the Glacia uh, districts away from the gangs. Who knows? So, grease some wheels. Grease some wheels. Gotcha. Well, Lawrence will be here first thing in the morning. We'll get to work on that then. I'll go talk to Harry. Do you want me to talk to Mademoiselle while I'm at it? Absolutely. I'm going to get party planning to make it look as legit as possible. Campaign party. Let's see what we can do. You got it, boss. So. Just because. Just because I want to get to this section of this mm -hmm. particular adventure. We're going to say. You talk to everybody. And since I. And since. I'm very sick with Mademoiselle Lapin. Yeah, and also she's hard up with no job. I'm assuming she takes the bait <laughs> on something that could pay. She's still scared of Roman as well, so yeah. Okay. Harry, the same. You've you've got a pretty good gig going on right now, and you're asked to just do basically what you're doing, but without... Now I'm finally formally employed with him because previously I was just attached to him as a favor. Yep. Yeah. So that all happens. So what this is to uncover what's going on here, this is a form of different kind of test in the game system. This is called a long form test. So this is a this takes place over a longer period of time. Uh, what this does and anybody who's played Star Trek Adventures would be somewhat familiar with the way that this system works. Uh, in the sense that um, everybody's going to be making rolls and everything. Six will count towards a pool of successes that need to be reached for this to succeed. One little thing thrown in here is the fact that there is a threshold that must be reached 
to count as a success, which is three. What that means is to make a roll here and for it to count and to contribute to the pool, you need to have at least three successes on a roll. Get three successes, that's one point going into the pool. Get four successes, that's two points going into the pool, etc. So that's how this works. And just so you know, every time you make a check for this, it's going to count for four days of time. Is that consecutive? So like, is it a thing of like, I have to act in those four days? I will allow two separate like rolls on the long form test in a four day span. But okay. that's the maximum. Yes, rival, you can yes, in the back. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I've just bought my books. Hey. And I downloaded the PDFs. Great. Don't say anything else on live stream because that <laughs> might be breaking certain copyright laws. <laughs> <laughs> Though I would suggest if you're trying to store them long form for whatever reason that can be easily accessible, uh, Google Drive is a very good source to do that. Oh, no, no, no. I, I already know that. That's where they're being saved to, so I can go through them on my phone when I'm at work. Yeah, so you have access yeah. to them from other computers. Yeah, that's it's it's the best way. Uh, yes, so absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's how this uh, that's how this goes. Also, know that failures will have consequences for this long form test. So, having people help can increase your die and can increase your chances of getting a contributing to this test. So, you're gonna be working it out amongst yourselves. You know, you can do it in role play or you can do it more strategically because it's gonna be a long form thing. You all know kind of what you're wanting to do. So we can narrate what those successes or failures look like. So yeah, but it's four days for every two checks, essentially what we're going to be making here. So what would you all like to do then? Because we've got, now that is how that mechanic works. If you need any other explaining, we can do that on the fly. But yeah. Well, I need to establish that I am hosting a dinner party uh, for, so uh, I would like to try and I'm going to frame it as a um, campaign fundraiser. Campaign fundraiser. And how, explain to me, how does this, how is this supposed to help you figure out what's going on with this plot? Well, so this is to set up a backbone for other members of the party's inquiry. Um, and the more well-known that, uh, uh, that this event is happening uh the more likely so the less likely people are going to be questioning why say lawrence and uh, uh and roman are looking in my interest okay so for cheap was... booze basically <laughs> excuses okay. for why we are out looking for cheap booze righty then uh well then i would say you're trying to establish that uh, making that seem legitimate uh, so, hmm, this is definitely deceit because you're trying, you're hiding the truth here. So I'd say this is probably going to be a mind deceit check of the way you're going to have to going about this. Cause you're not, you're not trying to 
you're not using your presence to do this you're you're using you're going you know you're you're spreading rumors you're talking with people you're trying to do that so yeah be a mind deceit role to would i be able to, to lever one of my unique hang on so unique traits is that something i can le lever into this or is it only skills i can no your unique traits dice go mm -hmm. into your skills so you can see how like your that. politician okay. probably made your academics a d6 mm -hmm. so that's so, considered the amount okay so this but one's already you can't in use your role. gifts Fine. Any gifts that might apply to it, you can apply to a Don't role. think bribery is going to come into this. Uh, diplomacy? Would diplomacy come in? This is... mm, diplomacy has a specific usage. You yeah, it's, it's about conversation over an hour. Yeah. An hour, over an the, hour. This is more of a spread out thing. You're trying to lay the seeds of something. But okay. I would say this. I do have a personality say, that I, is a once a day role, Say right? you're... Yeah, it's a once a that's a once a day roll. I'd say your personality would apply here because you're being yeah. ambitious. You're trying to you're, yeah. you're you're that definitely definitely messes with your personality. So I'm throwing that in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw my and okay. this is a four day period, so it, it can't hurt to use this. Yeah, it can't. Uh, I would say there if uh, anybody else wants to aid you with this, they can. Uh, I will because Lena's got contacts as well. Um, and she, she's actually a well, she's playing the debutante. Right. Okay. Um, then I would say if you're trying to aid, you have a lower DC, you have to succeed on a check to then give him a D8 on his check. So that's how that works. So with you, uh, I'd say you could be mind deceit as well. Or if you have another way of leveraging that, you could argue. Can I use my personality, which is proud? I'll allow it. Good, because I don't have to see. Um... So yeah, you make that check. You need to succeed at least one, and then you give him a D8 for his role. one it's two so she succeeded you get a d8 on top of all the other dice you're rolling for this check okay and you gotta try and get three so it's a mind deceit roll correct yes plus your, your personality personality plus, the d8. plus your d8 yes so mind deceit Personality. D8. Just barely succeeded. So that's... So that goes from a pool of 15 successes needed to a 14. So... Uh, trying to, yeah. 14. So yeah, you kind of lay the groundwork. You get everybody to kind of, you just start talking over this period of time that oh, I'm going to have a party. I'm going to be hosting a, a, a little shindig at my ha at my new home. You have a homewarming party, things like that. You know, trying to just kind of laying the seeds there. People start hearing about it. They start, they start saying, oh, looking forward to it, etc. cetera. Uh, it's, it seems to have taken, seems to have taken there's not like a huge amount of buzz about it but you know there's enough around your circles that people know that it's happening mm -hmm. uh, and you've kind of set a date 
forward in time. Like it's it's not too set in stone yet, but you say it's it's gonna happen soon. It's gonna be happening pretty soon yeah. when, I, when I can get everything together. Uh, so you get that. Uh, and during that as well, does anybody else want to do anything with their uh, uh, with their checks here? Got one more check for this four day period. So, how much information do you give Lena? Roman, that's over to you. Oh, sorry, ignore that roll. I accidentally double clicked something. <laughs> how, how much, much information, information do I give Lena? Lena, pan. Yes. Um, basically, tell her that uh, there's a, a change happening amongst the. Uh, Honest, legitimate providers of uh, certain substances around the town, which is upsetting the balance of power, which would make things more dangerous in the city, more difficult for her to operate in her legitimate endeavors. <laughs> um, and the alderman is doing his best to curtail this before it gets out of hand. However, he needs her help to uh, ascertain where this is coming from. So any information she could provide would be extremely well received. So she is going to ask Roman whether he knows the other gang's main hangouts, like which speakeasies they frequent. And she isn't going to go in them. She's going to be sneaky and sort of just go at night and just sort of watch what's going on, what, who's going in and out. Well, you already contributed for this four-day period. Alright, that's the next four-day period then. Yeah, so during the first four-day period, we can have two rolls, so anybody else want to do anything? See, that was precisely what I was going to do, because watching people is kind of my second specialty, given that's kind of how I find my marks. Thief Go around thief. observing the other gang, seeing their movements, see if I can find out where it is they're going to and from and where that hooch might be. Okay. Okay, that is totally doable. Uh, would anybody else like to aid Harry in this? I think I can try and aid him, given the fact that I will be putting out the feelers for um, supplies for the, the alderman's party. Okay. Well, if that's how you're going to couch this, then you need to make a mind deceit roll and try and succeed. Mind one. deceit, not you, rival. Oh, I don't have a, a deceit thing, so I don't have a mind. So, so then you roll your mind die and try and get a success. And if you do, you can, can you use streetwise. Yes, I can use streetwise. I would allow that. Yes, because that's one fail. Uh, well, that's a failure right now. Uh, success. Okay, so Harry. You're going around. You're trying to find. You're 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 observing these uh, these individuals. So that's going to be a 
uh, it's going to be an observation check. It's going to be a mind observation check, and you put an extra D8 on top of that because uh, you got aid from Roman. And he succeeded his check, so. And it's okay, so an extra D8. Yeah. So mind seat plus a D8. Mind deceit or mind observation? Mind observation, sorry. Mind observation. Uh, and a D8. And a D8. Roll, don't pick up. There we go. Four Dang. successes. Four successes, which not only beats the threshold, you also get an extra success on there. So instead of it going down to just a 13, it goes down to a 12. Uh, needed there. And what you see in your four days of observation, Harry, you uh, primarily are looking at some of the less violent gangs. You avoid the Blue Boys and their areas. Uh, but you see just a lot of which you could only describe as kind of reshuffling of a lot of things, a lot of uh, outfits trying to streamline their operation, trying to cut costs is what you can kind of observe from the outside. Uh, the uh, the Donaldsons and the Ninth Street outfit do that a lot. Uh, they're they're kind of, you can see them like moving uh, surreptitiously, but you're able to still see it like moving product from kind of their normal storage areas to kind of a bit closer to where it's it's partaked, uh, partook in. Uh, so they can cut down on transport costs, that kind of thing. Just, just trying to trying to squeeze out as much as they can from what they got during that time. And four days pass. And we go on to the next four days. During that time, by the way, you, uh, uh, Lawrence, you've got your suit. You have healed from your your wound according to at least the rule set you don't look as bad uh you're no longer hurt uh, and you start to clarify something uh i'm not moving into the estate right i'm just working there now you can if you want to no lawrence likes his privacy he's gonna keep his apartment right for on. the minute he might move into a nicer apartment eventually but he's gonna keep it but you, yeah, you start settling into your job a bit more. Because uh, during all this time, you're not just doing this. You're doing other things. You know, your daily routines, you know, uh, Jack Andrews is going about his job as well. You know, listening to constituents, uh, etc. Like kind of dealing with the city bureaucracy. Which have probably got um, some clientele to meet legally as well yeah um so probably in court a couple of times uh yeah pretty minor stuff though probably not oh yeah no i i don't i don't do i don't do criminal law i do business law I, yeah so i mean i mean mergers and acquisitions yeah so sounds criminal mergers and assassinations <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's pretty minor stuff. You're not uh, you're not spending like multi multi day long court cases or anything like that. You're just consulting a lot, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Us using your law degree as best you can, you're getting paid uh, on top of your salary as a 
Alterman, uh, which is helping a lot. Um, which also helps pay your people as well, because I would say this at this point that pay pay cycle has gone by. So uh, both Harry and the people who matter who it matters to the most, uh, Harry and Lawrence, uh, you <laughs> you've been given money so you can make moderate purchases uh, fairly easily now. Uh, so that's the thing. Lawrence is going to save as much as he can. He's looking at apartments to see what they're like outside of the shitty part of town. Right. Uh, Mine's going on servicing a huge debt. <laughs> Isn't it Then I would have gone to church. Long. Because in the four days it would have had a Sunday. Yes, yeah, is there is there a Catholic church in the city? Yes, that's where Lena goes. <laughs> yes, I go to. <laughs> it's it's one of the only ones because it's mid it's the probably Midwest. Probably the only and... one, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, it'd probably be the only one, or it'd be very nearly the only one, where, because Midwest Protestantism is in the United States early 1900s. Protestantism is very... a fair amount of Irish immigration, though. Now that there would be one. Well, I don't. Lawrence doesn't actually show up to church, weirdly enough. Let's see, Jack's grandmother on his uh, mother's side is uh, is Irish, so he's a Catholic. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, how the it works only in that's the only response that's the only response I have for you it's just pissed right off mate <laughs> so really I'm Irish yeah. Like, uh, way, yeah just pulls out his pistol alright I'm Irish I drink Irish yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah uh, go through that during the week it's you know it's pretty standard uh, but in or during the next four day period uh, how are you all wanting to part to tackle this I think I'm purely on assisting now like my groundwork is set it's up to the more criminal elements uh, <laughs> what are you talking about exactly he's talking about a legitimate side business thank you you're welcome yeah. so the letter did it just said downtown the warehouse didn't it yeah, it didn't give a specific address. It 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 referenced a it referenced a place that that they had talked about previously. So it was more of a like like oh that property we were talking that property we looked at before. It's open now. We can t we can tour it, see if it's good for you, and that's kind of where. I didn't give a date when they were going to tour, did it? No, because they didn't know. It was like it was, it was saying this is available now, so you could you could do that if you like. It, it was it was essentially like one half of a conversation in letters. So you, you just got that. Okay, so Lena is going to get into her sneakier, shabbier, um, sort of covering up. Not so you can't quite see that she's female or male or wabbit. Or wabbit. That one's hard to. That's hard to cover up. I mean, the ears. It's the ears are a dead giveaway. Um, the and the general yeah. cuteness. Um, yeah. But she's going to try and look around the docks and down by the river, just looking for making a note of emptied buildings or empty what buildings that. 
like seen, abandoned abandoned warehouses yeah, that kind abandoned of thing. warehouses but only like recently abandoned but still in pretty good nick okay did anybody like to ex assist uh i'm not exceptionally stealthy so i don't think lawrence would go on this job i absolutely could yeah, if you would like there's there's a lot of ways you can assist you don't who are you <laughs> There's a lot of ways you can assist without necessarily doing partaking in the actual job itself. You can assist uh, uh, beforehand as like a informational. A good example, like uh, Jack, you have access to city records, which could. I was going to say that. Narrow down the search quite a bit. And as a business lawyer, I would possibly have better ears on who is expanding their businesses who's what businesses are acquiring new property in the city okay yeah i'll 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 bite on that okay i'll say you can assist if you would like and multiple people can assist with a check by the way with different different mm -hmm. things so yeah jack you can assist with this and then also harry can assist with the sneaking as well and so you could have two extra d8s on there uh but yeah that would be probably i'd say uh, you're looking at, depending on how you go about this, if you're looking up like city records, that would probably be a mind observation check. But if you're trying to like buddy up and get some information on like current people's businesses and stuff like that, you'd be more looking at like a maybe like a a will uh, questioning or negotiation kind of check. I'll, yeah, will negotiation mm -hmm. would be. I, I could go for that because I feel like that he'd be using. He's one of the. He's not a. He's a, not a bookish lawyer. He's a lawyer with presence. He does it. He he's he's that force that enters the room when when the the deals are already on the table and you need to push push things either way, the closer right. so to speak. So I'm gonna use my right. force of will and my negotiating skills to just find out what's on the grapevine go get involved um okay give me a roll see if we see what we find will oh. rolling a That's lot one of one success ones. though Sixes. which yeah. succeeds the aid level it sees the aid check so it's a little d8 that goes to that roll and harry uh if you're wanting to assist uh miss lapan uh you could uh provide a speed uh probably either a speed hmm. would that be a speed yeah. evasion probably speed evasion yeah i would say speed evasion would be probably what i'd i'd say for that just to help with the sneaking all right that's a success so Miss LePan, for your check around, uh, this is definitely going to be a mind observation check as you're kind of doing a case, but you're you're casing for a very for specific criteria. So you'll be doing a mind observation check with two extra d8s for your check. Two more D8s. Oh. 
I'm going. I've already failed, but to not fail too much, I'm going to roll luck. You're going to roll on luck? one of the D. You can choose to re-roll re as many dice as you want with luck. Is it as many dice as I want? As many yes. dice as you want, but you only get that once, like once per day. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this case, it's going to be once per session because we're going over a yeah, long. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um. So I you am going to re-roll all the fails if you want. Yeah. yeah. So, so one, two, three, 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 D8s. <laughs> one D6, three D8s. Yeah. Yeah. You got. You oh. just rubbed your foot, and everything went back to normal. Luck is amazing. Oh. Holy moly. Yep. Yeah, but you I read it earlier. You get that once. You get that once. It's it's a big one. Same Watch these all be the same. That'd be hilarious. No, I, don't say I that. would cry. I would cry. I swear to God, the odds would be astronomical. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. Have you paid Do attention you... to our streams? Yeah, it's true, 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 very true. <laughs> Usually, it goes in the opposite direction though, and it's a good, like, obscene luck. Like, okay, so there's two more successes, and then you get one more dice as well, one more d8, I think. Yeah, it would be. Three successes. I think what's happened. There we go. <laughs> Four successes. Four successes out of that. You pulled. Rub your foot. Rub it good. <laughs> I rubbed my foot. It was fine. Yeah. So you basically just you re rolled everything. You just, re -rolled, you just took everything and re rolled it because you rolled three D8. I. It looked like it was only two, so I re-rolled one of them, but it doesn't matter, so it, it's still four successes. Yeah, because right. Because you got a success there, yeah. So we'll say that. Uh, and you didn't get a... You didn't get max level dice on everything, and you didn't get... Or you didn't get uh, you didn't get a one on everything, so it wasn't a fumble. So yeah, four successes, which drops you down to eight on the pool at this point. And what you find... Uh, actually, that's not eight. You had 12 and you got a success, which brings you down to 11. That brings you to a 10 because you got an extra success over the threshold. So what you find in your four days of kind of casing the area, you're led to specific areas that might yield some information from uh, the alderman's uh schmoozing of his clientele and taking a look at some of the records uh he can find about recently abandoned uh warehouses and buildings along the riverfront um from there you can kind of get an idea and can narrow it down uh about where the most likely options and then Harry can use his very good sneaking skills to get a closer look at some of these. With all of that combined, what you find out is definitely this area is like Blue Boy's territory for a lot of this. And he can, you find a lot of empty warehouses that you find evidence of previously being Blue Boy's storage houses that have just kind of, that have that have been abandoned recently. They're empty. They're still like dust 
that outlines where like barrels and storage crates used to be, but they're they're gone now. Uh, you don't find any. The problem is you have such non-specific information relating to that letter that you don't have anything that really links back to what you think might it, it might be referring to. Uh, there's a couple of sufficiently large warehouses. One old cannery that's abandoned, uh, that's fairly recent, uh, but they're still abandoned. There's nothing in them. Uh, the cannery has a couple of old canning machines that were either broken or just cost too much to break down and move. Uh, but other than that, it's, it's not a lot of, there's not a lot to lead back to the letter for the most part. But what you do get is that the Blue Boys definitely are having some trouble with supply issues because they're having to abandon warehouses. I report back to the Alderman that it's probably not the Blue Boys because they're running out of stock. Not making it and also who says this fox who's been following me fox works for us he's in your line of work just uh a lower level i'm assuming you were introduced at some point the previous week <laughs> on, on staff <laughs> he's there every day at the house just like, <laughs> for the most part his name's uh, Harry. He's harmless. He's a fox. Oh, the fox. You, the you know what been. his ancestors did to mine, yes? Well, it's English and French, so yes, we it do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah we know all about that. No uh, comment. The simple fact is, let's face it, you know, if, if we hate him because he's British, then he'd be out of here already. Oh, it's even race. better because he's a red coat. The Irishman is just standing in the background like, no so... comment. <laughs> there are so many levels to this as well, because he's a red coat fox, he's a red coat by being British, and he was a little red coat serving in the British the Army. Army. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. layers all the way down. Just, yeah. All these layers, man. So many onions. That's good. Somebody, somebody Almost makes you want to cry. That's good. Uh, so yeah, what would anybody else? Oh, who would like to take the second potential test of this four-day period? I don't know what to do. Uh, I was thinking. I do. Be... We're getting we're getting closer to the pie time. We should go out and find where this brew house is by putting the word out that we need some cheap local booze. And uh, well, the only people who can do that in this four-day period will be Lawrence and Rowan. Yeah, I do else. know some people, because I obviously yeah. have my contacts through all the various speakeasies. You very much do. Yeah. I will support him in any way uh, I can. That depends. What do you need me to roll? Because uh, I don't have very many skills with a lot of dice in them. <laughs> No, but you have you have like two very good stats that have really good dice in them. 
Uh, yeah, I have shooting unfortunately, and tactics. They, that's unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, anytime you have to use them, it immediately triggers a flashback. That, that we're yeah, gonna just, have to. Oh. <laughs> that we're gonna have to change the tone of this campaign like a whiplash every time that happens. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I would say if you if we're talking about you just trying to reach out to your contacts in your line of work about finding finding a good supply of alcohol for a party for somebody you work for um you're probably going to be using maybe uh, probably i would say your mind yeah i'd say your mind probably presence i would say because you're not using your you could i'd say you could you could weigh that because you're you're using your your uh reputation as a as like working in the red diamond and everything as a weight to, yeah. to lend weight credence to your your request like oh yeah this makes sense this is a, he does that uh, could i put in uh my personality into that as well jaded, jaded? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't really i don't i don't know about that uh, okay uh i also do i have the gift team player so if i was to assist roman he'd get a d12 instead of a d8 it's and if true. i fumble if i fumble it doesn't affect him it's true so would uh how would you could get well we could say this you could do a uh you could do a uh, you could do a mind presence check for assistance because that would yeah. still work and then roman you how would you like to take lead on this what's your uh um well let's lean into what i do best walk into the room and scare the living crap out of everyone so presence i would say presence but i've also got personality of dark well, we could. Um, mm, uh, I would allow you to use Streetwise or your personality on this. Both would work. Yeah, I'd say probably it would be your if you're if that's the way you're going about this, it'd be body presence with the Streetwise uh, die added would be what you do. But first, we have to see if uh, if Lawrence so is mind give you... presence. Yep, mind presence roll. It's not a success. Presence, come on. That is. There you go. So you so get a now, D12 for this because of team player. So what essentially you're going to be rolling, Roman, is you're, you're rolling a D6. You're on 2D6s and 2D12s for, your, for this. Yeah, because it was body presence, wasn't it? Yeah, body presence, because the way you described doing this would be body presence. And then 2D12s. 2d12s which have a very high chance of succeeding as long as you don't roll low oh uh, two two successes okay there's something happening in the rival red household today bad juju <laughs> it happens it happens it happens uh so Lawrence, you call around. You get a couple of contacts in uh, with your former kind of profession, kind of using that to uh, to get some information about a couple of places that 
have some stock they're willing to sell, uh, places to go. Uh, the and you give that information to Roman. Roman, you uh, you know get ready and you head in. These these places are like they're not the ones that are making anything, but they're they're storehouses uh, owned by various outfits that help out. Uh, you know, you're not a person who's owning a speakeasy or a bar or anything like that, so you're not on their normal list of people they provide to, so you're more like a walk-in, hey, can I get this? It's more. Th this is more like on a street corner, hey, you, 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 you hook Y'all got any of that whiskey? <laughs> yeah, you, you hook me up. Uh, <laughs> you like some death sticks? Uh, push the talk. Push the talk. No, I really didn't want to do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh so you're you kind of go to them but unfortunately they don't really respond well to your methodology of this you kind of go in really hard and skeeve them out a lot uh so i mean they're willing to sell to you they're not going to not sell you booze because you have money and they're they're doing business the problem is, is they're not willing to like small talk you which kind of leads to you not getting any usable information. You definitely notice though, like the ratio of drink of bottles that have professional labels to, to no label or like unprofessional, just like labels for these people to know what they're selling. Like, like this, you know, there's like a little like paper sticker mark of like whiskey or or you know gin kind of thing like the ratio between those is is, is higher than you would expect because uh, taikaroga has gotten a kind of reputation as you know canadian and foreign drinks kind of flow in here a lot because it's right on the river it's it's right on the lake so it just kind of comes in really easy uh it's very hard to stop that there's not a lot of coast guard presence uh uh right now that stops it um but there's a lot less than you would expect from here and most of what you're provided is of the unif is these non-labeled drinks and you can see what's happening though they, they are a lot cheaper than what's uh than than a uh, straight canadian uh liquor cool yeah but you get the drinks though you have that uh, for the party that may or may not actually happen. <laughs> well, let's have a good night. <laughs> Which, might I add, the negative effect that happened because of that unsuccessful role is the fact that people might know now that you have the drinks you need for the party. Which makes that cover story a little bit less airtight. So, another four days pass. It's been more than a week since you've been provided this job by Mr. Baron. And Mr. Baron sends an individual that you recognize, Jack, to check up on you and so the what you know. It's Weasel. It's, it's John Mayhew. Kind of 
comes, you know, you hear like a knock on the door. Mm -hmm. I don't answer it, of course. Someone, some of the staff answers it. Yeah, somebody in the staff answers. You hear like a hush conversation, and then kind of a like walking upstairs to your office, and then just like a little courtesy knock before the door opens. Standing by the window, um, throwing up and down a ball for my baseball collection. Um, of course, baseball collection. Very American. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very American. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, to your question, uh... <laughs> I was going by the name Babe. Because uh, <laughs> uh, surely that's a pig's name. Uh, I mean, that's very stereotypical and speciesist. I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess he could be. I, I guess he is. He's, yeah, because Babe Ruth was not a guy in shape. <laughs> no like, in no baseball players from this period were in shape. <laughs> no. No. They were to slug balls at each other. <laughs> <laughs> The amount, of, the amount of whiskey and cigarettes that were in that man's body <laughs> when he's prime. Hard kid at home. Prime. <laughs> prime like a prime rib. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, a, a, a weasel, you know, not too tall, uh, smaller than even Miss LePan, uh, you know, comes in. He's kind of like... He's in the in-between between, uh, of having confidence that because he, he's here on official business from somebody that has much higher social standing in this line of work than you do, but also given the fact that he knows you and is naturally incredibly cowardly. So he's kind of in that between state, like body language wise. And uh, and you just like, you hear from behind. Saying, hey, Jack. John. I already hate him. <laughs> I already want to like pick him up with the scruff. Please take a seat. Oh, how uh, courteous of you! Just, like, steps up, hoists himself up into a chair. It's an overstuffed chair already, so it just kind of looks weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sit across the desk from him, uh, in my seat. Um, but I'm going to... Uh, no, we're on the second floor. Don't need to do the lines. Take it you're here for a reason, rather than just... thinking up my furniture. Well, yeah, Jack. Mr. Baron, he's, uh... wondering about what's going on. How you, what do you found out? We're working on it. We know the blue boys are almost out of stock, so it's not them. Makes sense. Shot a couple of people in the outfit too long ago. A couple of those people were my people, so, uh... No, this was a, oh, was a oh, different... Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. This was no, this no, this was more recent. No. Other than that, we're working on it. 
right. Can you give me more? I gotta go and make a report. So, specifics would be good. Other Look. than blue boys are in trouble. The random shootings. We may be working with the same person, but it doesn't mean I can trust you as far as I can throw you. I mean, come and on, And you know Jack. I was... I'm not going shot you. I was a three... you. I've, I was a three-time golden... I was a three-time golden poor champion. You know I can throw you quite far. So you listen here, you piece of shit weasel. Okay. You tell the Baron we're working on it. That's all you need to know. Well, I mean, that's what I... Okay. That's what I was already going to say, because you are working on it, I hope. Or just stare at him. Can Roman come in now? No, Roman and Lawrence are just sitting in the background, just standing there. Yeah, like the Secret Service behind the person talking to the president. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want Roman to sneak up on this guy. Roman can do that. <laughs> wait, wait, do I have try. a buzzer under the desk? <laughs> like Mr. Burns uh, style? I, I don't know, you just moved in here and we Roman the would have had the doorbell! <laughs> yeah. If you are trying to sneak up, that would probably be a speed evasion roll. Why not sneak attack? Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking a paw around the throat. <laughs> it's not really an attack, though. It's more of a restraint. Or With the claws like, out. Yeah, that's, yeah. Fine, fine. <laughs> sneak attack. Oof. Oof. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a fumble, isn't it? Oh. No, a fumble is all dice. Get a, oh, get a one. Dice. Okay. The more dice Jesus. you have in a check, the less chance you have of a fumble. But that's I why see. if you only have one die you're rolling, it's very dangerous because that means it doesn't matter how... It, as long as all dice in the check are ones, that's a fumble. So okay. it doesn't matter how many dice. It's that's a success. Kinda, it's one success. He gets a he gets a roll an observation. Uh, the thing is, he's like super <laughs> paranoid. Paranoid. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> you open the door and come in. Hey, Jack. Jack. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, okay, boss. Mayhew was just leaving. Make sure the door yeah. hits him on his way out, Roman. Will do. Come on, scumbag. Okay. Like, I... I definitely have a higher position in this outfit than you. I just... As he's walking. He's just, uh, like, he, with those he's toes. Walking. The toes touching the floor as he's walking. Yeah, he's just walking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel very respected. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's not a feeling. It's definite. <laughs> now just stand right there. 
<laughs> Lawrence just sees like Roman carrying this dude downstairs and just turns to him and go, Oh, is that your midnight? Is that like your afternoon snack? Okay, I definitely have a better position than him. I don't know who he is. This is I That's not I me on this one. It's too strange. I am a lieutenant yeah. in this outfit. I should be respected. I'm just like you can throw him out. <laughs> I'm just my boss told me to make sure the door hits him on the way out, so I put him down. Stay there. Slam the door. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> I go up to um, Jack's office, to Andrew's office. I would like to make you aware I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> At the moment. <laughs> You weren't even there. No. It was all Harry's idea. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Limey Redcoat. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, Mr. Baron, that's a lead reference. Yeah. This is like that's an onion tier reference, that so, one. So much so much bullying of Harry this this episode. He abandoned wow. me in a gunfight. He so didn't have a gun. So <laughs> much, so much bullying. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so that's it. No so it's more. all right. He, he'll just spit on them. <laughs> so Lawrence is coming in. Yeah. So Alderman, I guess that's uh, your weekly checkup. As I offer him a cigarette. It's oh, markedly man. less quality than what you normally smoke. Yep. <laughs> the Baron's getting edgy. Which means there's a lot more going on this than he let on. He's probably losing a lot more money than he thought he would lose a lot faster than he thought he would lose it. Which in, my head, right? which in my head means that they didn't do it either. Which means, you know... What if it was my on... previous employers? You know, the guys who ran the speakeasies. After all, they needed to go through your guys to get the good stuff. As much as I appreciate their business, I haven't heard from them yet. And considering I got shot defending their property. And that just ain't right. We're down to three. We're running out of time. Get Roman in here. And then you can stay yourself. Opens door. Hey, Roman. Boss wants to see you. Coming. I, I want door. it clear later. Can't have this round here. <laughs> What's up, boss? Close the door. We're running out of time. The, uh... Gangsters are getting a bit riled up. Too riled up. We need to speed up the information. I need you to go harder. Oh. Alright, so it's not the blue boys. That leaves, what, three gangs? Three gangs, and I'm not afraid of you roughing some people up. Give me that information. We need to make a hit. Okay, well, let's look at this logically. Who has access to the most funds? Because they gotta get it in somehow. They gotta have the production and distribution to do it. 
My previous employers run all the high-end speakeasies. And were they just you... lost one. So, were you involved with... So, was yours a Turner Gang speakeasy? Yeah. Highest, classiest speakeasy in town, man. The Red Diamond was known for the best drink and the best time you could have. Best barman, too. Cocktails left something to decide. I would mean the blue boys knew something that we didn't, though. And there. That would mean the blue. Yeah. Blue boys were coming straight after the big one. Yeah, that's just, they weren't after people; they were after the product. Start. What you can make of it? If you need me, I could call up my previous boss, see what he says. If you need anything that isn't too shady, let me know. And. uh... Yeah, we got we got to rack fast. I'm pretty sure my previous employer has some legitimate business prospects. I'm sure I could uh, talk to him about it. Considering your particular do I zone of law? Do we know of any legitimate businesses that are fronts for the Turner Gang? Uh, quite a few. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh... I'm going to look into their it's holdings. A lot of uh, kind of smaller scale. A lot of the places that are speakeasies have like ground floor businesses that are on the property that are the fronts and then either above or below that ground floor is where the speakeasies are run. Uh, okay. So we'll say maybe that, that's your that's your go for uh, this uh, this uh, four day span you're trying to check in on the Turner gang holdings uh how do you want to how do you want to go about that are you like looking through documents trying to use yeah, your I think city I'm gonna hit connections the this time uh could I give him a assist because I have worked previously with the Turner gang and probably have been in a few different speakeasies for them yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, because they didn't put you in on the Red Diamond immediately. When you came in, you you worked at some of Had to work my way up. Lower end establishments before you kind of stab yourself. Uh, yeah, go ahead. And this one's definitely going to be for you, uh, Lawrence. It's going to be a probably... Probably a, another uh, body presence because you're trying to... to body uh, presence, you, okay. Yeah, trying to use yourself as the, the method of uncovering this. Come on, dice. Yes, I'm going to D12 to add to this roll. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then, Andrews, you're probably... I'm going to say this can definitely be a mind... It's a toss-up between, like, a mind... What we Observation. Could Observation. I, could I lev leverage mind academics? If I'm actually hitting ledgers and studying. I'll let that I'll let that slide, yeah. Got a mind <laughs> Academics. Fuck. D twelve. A single success. D sixes aren't doing me well. Well D sixes have the statistically lowest or other than the D four have one of the lowest chances of Yeah, success. I I get got away from the what was it? Uh, observation. observation. I'm a D4 on observation. I'm playing a character <laughs> that doesn't look again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, what you get during this period is that it's a one, Lawrence, you kind of track down your boss trying to get in contact with them and you kind of have to go through the same way you originally got in contact with them, which is kind of through a roundabout method. And so you you get in contact with one of the Turner gang, which is actually most of the higher levels of the Turner gang all come from a singular family, the Turner family, uh, which is uh, different than the uh, the Wheelwrights, which the Wheelwrights only like the top, top end are a part of the Wheelwright family. Um, Mr. Baron's like the second tier below that, uh, whereas the Turners are kind of like in every tier, keeping uh, like distributing along every tier. Uh, and so you get in contact with uh, Joe Turner uh, and the Turner gang are all uh, sheep. Uh, so he's this, this ram uh, that you uh, get in contact with. Um, but he's not really interested in really uh, like kind of pursuing anything with you uh there was a lot of like they're still trying to figure out basically what he says ah we're trying to there's a lot to figure out about that the hit uh we, we're kind of flush for bartenders right now we'll contact you you don't contact us kind of like you're not really getting he's not asking for bartending work he's just wondering it's what he's like, assuming though i'm yeah. trying to i'm trying to role play out the horrible failure that just occurred uh yeah <laughs> I mean, I succeeded. I got what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you got in contact with him and he kind of brought that back in. But you kind of inquire about, okay, is there any place that may or may not have other positions available? Bodyguard positions, maybe? That kind of thing. Uh, he's willing to give you those, like, a couple of contacts on that. But it's like he's an intermediary for the actual runners of the establishments that then make the final decision on who goes in there. So he gives you a list of a couple of places yeah. that, uh, that then our dear friend, Mr. Andrews can look into uh, on the books, like you comparing the addresses to the businesses. The problem is uh, there is like nothing to go on with these businesses. They are spotless in terms of their books, like like the reported taxes, the like like back taxes are paid. Uh, some of them pay more taxes than they're necessarily needed to by accident. And it's like, and they're, and they're paid back from the IRS. It's like they're, now, now that you know what they are, it's obvious that they're playing up the good, yeah. like the goody two shoes yeah. kind of, uh, kind of role so there's not a lot to go off of on the books and that also makes it very hard to find other turner gang locations because there's nothing to really that jumps out at them other than just being too well managed in a way and that kind of leads you a whole lot of businesses that are like that in, in the city i mean obviously there's not a lot there's not a a huge amount of them but there's too many to the, all be a part of the turner gang front like, like you know we're, we're talking like you know, dozens upon dozens upon dozens that would match that after four days of checking and only a few of them match your address that you've been given by Lawrence. You don't have a lot to go off of there, um, unfortunately. So. Them's yeah. the rolls. Them's the rolls. And Them's team two. Rolls. And team two. So what would anyone else like to do? I'm thinking 
I'm gonna try and get in contact with Mr. Green again and see if anyone is spending um, a lot of money on art or jewellery or anything like that which mm. might be trying to make dirty money clean oh like uh investing in art to make money to to launder, launder. Yep. Yeah. yeah laundering operation okay so that's definitely going to be like a mind questioning or mind deceit check who wants to help me Because you're trying to you're trying to do that, you're not really observing. You're going out and and doing something. Um, Can I use proud again? I'm a proud Parisian. I know my art. Ah, right. uh, yeah. Good to see my heart. I'll let it, I'll let Thank it you, H. Um, You're the best, SDM. I, I mean, I could support if I could use, like, tracking. I could say that might work. You could say, yeah, that, that, that might work. You're trying to track down something. Yeah, we'll, we'll allow that. I'll allow that. Well, streetwise could also work, because it's a criminal element. That could also <laughs> work. Streetwise would, would be available. That would definitely be a mind, probably... Observation, wouldn't it? If I'm tracking or using my street smarts? Yeah, definitely. So that the question is, do you want to do that? Do you want to take the lead on this with... Uh, he should leader? take the lead and I will support because I'm not, still not going to have enough dice rows. I, I can certainly... Um... Oh, no, I can't. That's not a very good dice. No, don't worry. My idea is not going to work. Remember, even providing, well, the thing, yeah, that actually, I was going to say, providing aid isn't that bad, but if you do fumble uh, while providing aid, it, it's it's bad for, for yeah, the main role. That's why I took team player, because it means that no matter what I do, nothing yeah. really bad happens if I fail, even if I fumble. Yeah, if you do fumble while that, I think it's a, I think it's a, I think it's a die against you. Yeah, it's yeah, a negative it's d6 if you're fumbling D6. a yeah. assist roll. Yeah, so... Yeah, I would definitely say because uh, if you're trying to like min-max this, Roman has a lot of dice for his mind observation check. Uh, and I say, Lena, you could go ahead and you could do a probably mind. I would say I'd say mind uh, questioning uh, for for what you're wanting to do, and I allow proud, so that gives you two dice. Need one success on there, uh, and uh, that might provide a D8 to uh, Andrews. Not Andrews, uh, Roman. You have a different Jack. The other Jack. The other Jack. Jack. Why could why couldn't one of you just been named John or Joe or something like that? That's why you should call me Roman, like everyone does. I'm trying. <laughs> no, it's everybody calls you now as art for this series. As, Come on, Red. Is what we need is uh, as art for the series or like a merch for the series is like a suit of playing cards, like a hand of playing cards, and there's two jacks. With two jacks. So two one, jack. one black jack, one. Oh, that rolled on. That that was on that one. It was going. It was. Uh, uh, 
I assume oh. you couldn't use Lucky to re-roll them because you've already used uh, it yeah. once. I'm gonna say session. Lucky's a once per episode specifically. That's that's right. a, that's the thing. Okay, uh, so are we ready? Yeah, you don't get any bonus dice for this. No. You won't need any. Rolls all eights. Let's go. <laughs> Mind observation. No, but like we That's have one success. Jack, Jack Andrews, the Jack of Hearts. Jack Roman's the Ace. Uh, Jack. That's three. That is a success. And that's another success. Okay. Four successes. Nice. Successes, good. I'm keeping track of things. Other things are happening in the background as well, which are affecting the pool. Um, so, uh, yeah, you spend uh, what initially starts off as you trying to track down leads that what you you set out to track down leads that uh, Lapan gave you or is, tries to give you, but unfortunately, she doesn't really come up with any. Uh, Mr. Green is unreachable. He has. You you even go as far as to go and try and track him down physically, and you were told that he is not seeing anybody, and that he has just like he's cut him. He hasn't come into work for a couple of days. Like he's called in, he's called in for a few days. Maybe being shot at was uh, was kind of a big thing for him. That he he's just not willing to <laughs> to risk anything criminal right now. Uh, so you're kind of. Part of your week, Roman, just turns into you just like putting like your nose to the pavement and trying to track things down. Like not uh, like like you start out really unfocused, but you just start picking up pieces as time goes on. Uh, specifically, uh, you notice the Ninth Street gang start going around trying to, to look at kind of their operation because they're bringing stuff in from like the country uh, is uh, it's kind of what they're doing and you're noticing they're having a lot of problem as, as, as well like there's less you go to the places where you can see like their trucks going out and where they would come back in and you're just like making notes like you're doing you're using your streetwise you're actually got like a pen and paper and you're like making notes and you're doing like good observation everything like keeping an eye on their kind of uh distribution hub on the edge of the city and you're noticing the amount of input coming in is a lot more than what's going out like it's like they're not getting enough orders for restocks of their goods of their local local made by local made it's like suburbs and like the farm country a couple of miles out which is still far enough away and they still have to kind of dodge through not only the Taikaroga pd but also the sheriff's departments of the various uh, counties outside of Taikaroga. um and it, it seems like they're they're having a lot of trouble like uh, like offloading their goods from what you can tell you got like a nice observation of like you're on like the third you're on the roof of one of, of a building and checking out this like low warehouse that's probably used to store grain or or, or some sort of seed corn or something but is definitely uh, you've been able to find out it's a ninth street outfit storage house and for like every two going in, there's like maybe one truck going out into the city. And that's what you get for the week.
report back to my boss. So it ain't Ninth Street. It ain't the Blue Boys. Leave the Turners and the Donalds. Do anyone think the Turners would be brave enough to do this? Well, the Turners are the ones who got shot up. Means more profit, right? Yeah, but they're the ones who got shot. It kind of leaves us the Donalds are an outside party. Oh, another thing Whoa. you notice, by the way, just want to point out, as time has gone on, all of you somewhat notice this on your forays outside, uh, kind of looking around there. There is definitely, at this point, um, you notice the blue boys have taken to targeting 9th Street and Wheelwright uh, like locations with their attacks. Uh, there's been quite a few actually over the last uh, week and a half. Uh, just uh, some drive-bys and uh, like individuals like uh, busting in at night and like breaking up their stock. That's uh, that's in like warehouses, etc. Uh, and my phone is going off. Not the Donaldsons. Don't know. Not the Donaldsons. Well, they're my people. I can go talk to them. And well, it's a good thing to actually uh, bring up right now. I'm just going to go ahead and roll this for this week in general. Okay. Uh, how many successes did you get with your mind observation check uh, with that last one? Four. Four successes? Okay. You definitely notice a Roman midway through like your four-day sojourn of observation on the 9th Street. Uh, from a little like from far enough away that if you weren't paying attention if you weren't actively trying to observe gang activity uh, you're being tailed by two very obviously by their it's it's horrible to say this but obviously by their dress and their uh, their demeanor to Donaldson gang uh, uh, members uh, are tailing you. They're not hostile about it. They're observing you uh, from quite a ways out there. And it seems more so they're tr they're observing your coming and goings. Uh, there's a possibility they may know you're associated with the wheelwrights uh, is what you get the sense. And they're trying to observe your where you're going specifically. Is kind of is is what you get from there, and that's that's what you find out for all this week. Shame I didn't know about that before. I would have uh, led him on the merry little chase until I was able to get the drop on them. And a science pistol. Pretty late so... into your. It was pretty late mm. into your time. You, yeah, I'm just you know because yeah. then you'd be like uh, kind of. So you guys. Don't follow people for the profession then, because, God, that was terrible. Maybe getting the drop on them could be the first act of next week. Because mm. we're five minutes away from time. Well, this lets you all uh, figure out what you, or try and work out what you think's going on so you can form a plan for next week. Yeah, absolutely. We've been given some things to think about. So, with that, we'll be leaving tonight. It won't be next week, will it? 
No, it won't be next no. week. Next week we have a Halloween game. Well, next week of this, yes. Next, yeah. We're going to leave tonight's broadcast on this investigative note. Um, join us next week for our Halloween game. We're going to be going back to a fan favorite. We're going to be playing some kids on bikes. Uh, and Roach has got us a nice little one-shot set in a mall for Halloween. And we will see what happens there. But until then, thank you so much for watching. I've, of course, been joined by the wonderful Compassar Roach who wrote and DM'd this campaign. You can find him at youtube.com forward slash Compassar Roach. I've also been joined by the wonderful and fantabulous Surely Only Mikey and Utarionzo. You can get them at their respective Twitches of those names. As well, we have the debonair and darkly mysterious Rival Zone Gaming and Red Moogle from... Rivalzone Gaming. You can get them at youtube.com forward slash Rivalzone Gaming and twitch.tv forward slash Rivalzone Gaming. I've been Midge Man. You can get me here as the producer of the component cast and the DM of the Ellendor Chronicles game or over at twitch.tv forward slash Midge Man. But until next week, we'll see you guys around. Bye bye now. Bye now.